Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome back to another episode of Wrestling Around. And this week, we're going all the way back to 2012, the TNA Bound for Glory, our Second TNA pay-per-view, first monthly TNA pay-per-view. But anyhow, before we get into that, um, it's been a while, but there's um, been another wrestling around controversy. We're not proud of it. Some may say we have clickbaited people, but I would just like to clarify now and apologise for anybody who thinks this is a fucking audio script of the pay-per-view that we're doing. This is a podcast where we talk about the pay-per-view. It is not just the audio about the video like some clown thought this week so if that is you turn off now because the podcast's not for you everybody else you know join wrestling around for us talking about it um terry peters um i know you'd like to apologize for the controversy we've caused this week hello you docs how are you too yeah i know because he only said there were two docs yeah and that's you two clearly you two not? spoke the most in the last episode, so... I don't think two, he got that far. I don't think you, got that you two are the English talks, not me. I think Ross introduces the show. He goes, and welcome then, back uh, to Wrestling Around. And then after he's done that... And you just go, Peters, and you just go... So he probably didn't get to me. Well, we probably yap too much anyway, haven't we? So we're all dogs anyway, aren't we? To be fair, I don't even care. I'm happily, no, I'm a geek, so I don't even care anymore. Whatever. Fuck that guy. No, I mean, I I'm not suggesting that guy. No, that guy, right? I don't I'm know. I'm not suggesting I'm happy that he called me a dog, but I've got no problem with it. I've got thick skin, but what I am saying is, I'm a geek, so I can take geek. Dog's a bit extreme. My issue is right, and you know, I'll take it. We, we've made it because you know we've, we've got hairs, and I don't think it's a Jeff Jarrett as a hair, haven't we, Lou? Jeff Jarrett has left us bad reviews. <laughs> uh, I've got but, a lot of hairs on my Twitter account. You always have many hairs on your Twitter account. Podcast that with or without. What I'm struggling to get around is what that guy thought a two-hour <laughs> podcast was. All I can think is that. He wants us to call it move by move by move rather than our interpretation of what goes on, why it happens and what we think about it. Because if we were just sat here and said, 
Oh, there's a suplex followed by a wrist lock, followed by a one count, followed by an ankle lock, followed by a five knuckle shuffle. You'd be fucking turning. I mean, I'm already falling to sleep already just speaking about it like that. That's how sick Johnson. Imagine if you and we all know that it does the same five moves in a row. <laughs> but, well, five knuckle shuffle was the first thing that came into me. Maybe not a five knuckle shuffle mm-hmm. then. But you, well, you, if, get the, you get the point I'm making that's anyway. The point you take, Peeps. So what you're saying is, and um, Lou, keep your ears open for this. Somebody is listening in for the results of the show. So when we say spoiler alert, <laughs> we have found the one guy uh, who was listening for the results of the show. So thank hey, you, everyone. I, I warned you about this, that this would happen one day. I have yeah, warned you. <laughs> Somebody is listening to these shows just for the results. And Lou, you keep spoiling them all. Hey, yeah, well, you know I, I've warned you about this on many occasions on this podcast. Look at this. Jeff Hardy wins the main event. Oh, you're oh. a dick. Oh, wow, he's <laughs> just turning off. Oh. It's like it'd like take me out with all them lights. We've just got a blackout now, haven't we? Well done, Lou, you prick. Speaking of take me out, Matty Scales on it, wasn't he? So So was Jimmy Havoc. Was. Yeah, he was. Yeah. So it was a girl I went to I went to uni with. Oh right. Did she get a date? I don't know. I once I, I once half got through the application form for it, but never completed it or sent it in. If you're, is there a dating show you haven't applied for? No, because I didn't. Yeah, this, because I never actually applied for it. Well, what else did you apply for? First dates. Blind date? He was on blind date, do you remember? Yeah, I was as a, a wee nipper. I got Jake Silla Black's hand, RIP yeah. Silla. Is that legit? Yeah, do you remember being on it? I, I don't, you, you, you're a piece of shit, so I imagine you're lying. <laughs> Dave Peters, you, know, you can't keep a straight face now. It looks pretty sincere. I was on, yeah, of course I was on blind dates. Find video evidence, I'll believe you. Dave Peters, here he is. Dave Peters, well, actually, with no respect whatsoever. <laughs> I've known you a long time. Right now is not the first time you would mention that you've been on blind dates. <laughs> Would I love to see Ted Peters on Blind Date? Absolutely. Is that it? There we go. You know what, Peters? I think you'd be hey. good on. What's the um, What's the one in America? Love is Blind. What's mm-hmm. that? What? So did, you know, did you not watch it? So it's on Netflix home. And basically, you just got a lot of people. Oh, that thing. That was quality. Cameron, I think I love you. In about 10 minutes into the program. Incredible stuff. <laughs> yeah, they're true. still married, aren't they? They're the only like, successful couple. I mean, to be fair, they, there was that. They, they, they that left after three days, didn't they? Yeah. There was some absolute car crashes on that show. Did you know that, that many people proposing there that they couldn't take all the couple through? Could they not? Is that yeah. not just yeah, stink of desperate? Stink? That's not the word. Weak well, yeah. is the word I'm after. They're on the show. They've gone on a show and they completely know the premise. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Cameron seemed like a top guy. He was a, uh, a programmer, a clinical research company. Yeah, he, they, to be fair, they were about the only decent couple that looked like they had some sort yeah, of really healthy relationship. It's really what you're on about, anyway, like a fine... <laughs> anyway, listen, outstanding, we, hope, outstanding we, career, hope, we hope you're enjoying dating around this evening. <laughs> that needs to be a special. So when we get the Twitch thing sorted out, it's completely going to rip Kalaholic off and just watch old dating shows. <laughs> yeah, we'll watch Terry all the pieces on it. Terry Peters can tell us where, where they've gone wrong. Our dating expert, Terry Peters. Dating expert? Jesus, I am not a dating expert. <laughs> you, you've, you've applied for the most dating shows, so you've got more of a, a grip on things. What one and never got a reply? <laughs> <laughs> Well, did you have to send the picture in, or did you have to? What did you do? Did you, did 
Is it to fill up questions or did you just hey, register your interest? It's just the usual bollocks of like, how would you describe yourself? How would, how would you describe, your... how would you describe yourself? Oh, God knows I did it probably what long ago to do that. Four That's years ago. That's it. That. <laughs> She's not listening. She probably might. <laughs> no, she won't do. Um, I didn't reply a week ago. Um, <laughs> During this next week, I tell Peter is he single? <laughs> <laughs> For divorcing around. It's been sacked and dumped on the same show. Like, this is... <laughs> Um, it was just these Monday night recording sessions are not going well for people. <laughs> it was the usual like, what do you think of yourself? How would you describe yourself? What's your best trait? What's the most interesting thing you've done? Uh, send a photo in which obviously I sent yeah. something. What's which, your best trait? Me, just Terry Peters. I've got a big cuddly belly these days as well. Got a big fat belly these days. <laughs> your I, best trait? I can't, I can't is imagine. Your <laughs> no, my belly's overweight. The rest I don't believe fine. Terry Peters is overweight. <laughs> hey, you, have, you haven't seen me since February. My belly is bad. Interesting. It's good. It's good. It's good. I thought he was going to start looking chosen. I might do, yeah. What's, what's the most interesting thing you've ever done then, Terry Peters? Uh, nowadays, start a YouTube, become a YouTuber, become a podcaster, become, become a, a YouTube and Switch sensation. There we there go. go. And podcast sensation. And, and actually, no, become a podcast dog. <laughs> Once got called a dog by a strange man over the internet who can't count to three. <laughs> Winner, winner, chicken dinner. There you go. I mean, I'm completely lost. And I'm not sure how we got onto JP is going on know, dating shows. But um, well, we've got to stop yakking, haven't we, and get on with this? Yeah, to be fair, you two are, dogs. Hang on, hang on. How are you, Lou? Anyway, we've not actually asked. Yeah, we've got, right, got, right, got my dating history. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good, thanks. Any any dating stories? No. Any chat about any wasps this week? No, nothing. What's happened? Nothing. Oh, I can go in people's gardens now. Well, that's all right then. Thanks, thanks for Make sure you're invited, though, not just generally just, yeah, no, just in no, people's just gardens without an invite. <laughs> just walk in. <laughs> I'm allowed, Sorry. Barry said I'm allowed. Yeah. I think I'm allowed. Yeah. Is it still lockdown? Who saw this coming here seven months later? Um, I was still in lockdown. I didn't, that's for sure. Honestly, I thought we'd be back to normal by by August. I was like, oh, Drew will have his big moment. Just going back to going to get it back on the wrestling topic here. I thought Drew would have his big moment at SummerSlam. No. Didn't go well. And the side topic, I know we don't normally say about um, the modern stuff, but I think Drew McIntyre's killing it. Yeah, I'd agree. In a good way. Mm. Or killing it, yeah. isn't like it's killing the raw ratings. No, I think he's good. That's so my inner good. Brian Alvarez. I think he's and good. I, I, everything Randy Orton's doing at the minute, I'm absolutely loving. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I'd agree. The night vision goggles were maybe a step too far. Yeah, it did look like it did look like <laughs> in like 20 years' time. In the next pandemic, when three other younger blogs start a, pod- start a podcast, they'll talk about that, and they'll be like, no. One of them will be like, this is the best thing ever. And the other two like, I heard WWE and like others. Like, I'm just like, hey, WWE now. And somebody will still be sending requests through, requests through for Battle Hop, battle Royal at the Albert Hall. <laughs> We're doing it next year. We're doing it. So, it's promised. Um, should promise it. <laughs> I'll tell you what we are promising though. Next week on Taboo Tuesday, viewers, we are going to vote as if we were in 2004. There you go. Is it? We, we did promise that last week, didn't we? Yeah, no, but I'm just reiterating that we promised that. I'll tell you what we'll do. Next week, we'll put them before the, before the show. I'll put the polls up on our Twitter page and see what yeah. the rest of our audience think. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Oh. 
Talking and then we're on Facebook instead. Oh, yeah, because we got fans on that. Yeah, could do. <laughs> we're quite, we're worldwide on Facebook. You know no, I mean? so yeah, so we need people to follow Twitter. We're literally populated in Turkey on Twitter. <laughs> By some questionable looking women. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and that, ladies and gentlemen, is right. He didn't get on any of the dating shows he applied for. <laughs> I didn't mean that. I meant that one that was offering a body out for Woody. Oh, yeah, she was doing that. Yeah, so. Uh, that means you made it, though, doesn't it? If you get some. One of them. So. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, right. I don't think she follows us anymore, so. Oh, well, she's missing out, isn't she? So we'll get to that at the end of the show, and yeah, we'll make a decision. The seltzer time! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> How long have you been planning that? What Chelsea drinking today? White Claw. White Claw this week. White Claw? Is, White that, Claw. The, is that the make? Is that the, the, the flavour? White Claw, natural lime. Natural. What? It, 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 fizzy water, isn't it? Did I tell you? Is it still Sir Island Morrison's? Sure, I did. I actually got happy this weekend. I'll be back in a minute. Tim Peters has left the show. Um, I can only assume it's to, to grovel to his girlfriend. To claim that he applied for a, a dating show later on. Um, yeah, we're listening. Oh, he's back with a fish head on. So. Oh, no, gimmicks. Okay. Where else? Get your get, get, get gimmick out. Um, I don't really have a gimmick. I'm just, I just, you should get down to business, do you know what I mean? It looks he's like. A... Oh, good. Hello? Um. Sorry, sorry, ladies and gentlemen, but I'm not sure exactly what's happening now. Tay Peters is struggling to put a fish head on. Um, it stinks. Have you ever cleaned it? What? Have you ever cleaned it? It just stinks of rubber, doesn't it? You can't clean them. It's like a good good pair of jeans. You shouldn't clean, clean them. You ruin it. Right. Um, is, is, there, is there anything else like unexpected? Is there any more alarms I should be aware of throughout the show? <laughs> No, you, any, any more props you want to grab, Peters? Nope. Should we should we get down to to do TNA bomb for Glory Twenty Twelve? The reason people listen. Shall we do it? Do it. Is that Let's right, remember? Let's do it. We are half an hour into the call. We might as well. <laughs> so, TNA bomb for Glory Twenty Twelve. Ding ding ding. For God's sake! I knew it was happening. I'm not even shocked. Um, it happened on October the fourteenth in two thousand twelve. The Grand Canyon University Arena. Phoenix, Arizona. 2,900 people there, and people are all thinking, Lou, what did them 2,900 people have to eat? I don't know. I was too busy with that fucking alarm thing that I forgot. Uh, to, to Google it. So this, like, this, is, this is ever professional, isn't it, from the wrestling our own crew? Well, I've been to the Grand Canyon, though, so that's something. Well, but did I, didn't see, I didn't see a university there. Well, the best what, thing in, I did see, though, In was, the Grand uh, Canyon? I went to see um, Sunrise at the Grand Canyon. You can imagine, okay, spectacular, beautiful. No, it was fog. I couldn't even see the other side of the Grand Canyon. <laughs> I'll, um, I'll put a picture on my, I'll put a picture on my Twitter account. It was that must happen. Like, we couldn't see outside the visitor center. Like, that must be quite common though. For people go to all these landmarks, especially high up ones. Then you think, oh, I'm going to get this amazing picture, and the weather just says, no, fuck you, it's going to be. I heard a story about someone who went to the Empire State Building in New York. The only time they ever been to New York, went up there and it was foggy and couldn't see much further than past the railings. I don't think that, that must be really quite common. Surely you should. Also, surely you should know that before you go up. What that is foggy. Well, if you look up and you can't see the top, then you're not gonna be able to see back down again, are you? Come on, you still, you've still got to do it. You? 
Yeah, yeah, but I think they wanted. I think they wanted to do it just so they don't on on a time limit, aren't they? Yeah, you're never going to go back. Exactly. Well, you find out the food then, Lou. Um, I will say this is the first bomb for glory that wasn't held in the impact zone. Um, it, TNA felt as though it was getting quite big at this time. Well, it's actually branching out to Arizona. I'm so you're glad you said that, too, Peters, because TNA are really pushing this as sort of their WrestleMania. They even this was the first pay per view they offered travel packages for. Uh, there was a VIP which included. Going to the first ever Hall of Fame where Sting was inducted. Uh, I've got I, some thoughts about that. Well, put a pin in it, Lou, because we'll get there. Uh, see, I, I always thought that either Victory Road or Slammiversary was there. I always thought Slammiversary was there. Yeah. Seems like. But it seemed like this did. Unless this was this, because it was the first one outside the Impact Zone, that they were really bigging this one up. So I'm going to say now about the fact that they've done Bound for Glory in Phoenix. Mm. Stupid, stupid, stupid. Why? There was, no, there was no one there. I mean, there was 2,900 people there. Exactly. What was that? 2,900 people. It's like well, 2,900 people. I mean, you're, gosh, you've got the mass main, degree. For your main show, you take it away from your, you take it away from your, your core audience in in Florida. 2,900 people. They've got a. They can't show the left half of the arena because no one sat there. <laughs> they leave the lights on the entire time, which made it look tiny. Absolutely tiny. Rubbish. I will say, though, the crowd were well up for it. Yeah, they were. Yeah, it was a good crowd. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I always slag off AWN because it's funny. But have they had a TV taping with less than, like, 5,000 people so far? This kind of, it kind of shows you how well AEW doing, really, doesn't it? <laughs> Where's the alarm for that? Lewis just said something positive about AEW. Well, let me just get back on my chair. <laughs> yeah, but, like, it does, doesn't it? Because like I, TNA I always is actually, there. TNA were getting big range. Can you imagine? Oh, no. Can you imagine like obviously in normal times, AEW putting on double or nothing and not selling out? No, that is true. Well, the the stadium itself only opens and only opens only holds seven thousand people anyway, doesn't it? I can't find That's... a food menu by the way. Uh, just right? seemed like a just seemed like a really random place to put it. It was the first like event they've had in the southern states. Oh. Yeah, makes no sense. They do it. They do some weird stuff to you now. Yeah, because I think there was getting big... They did it in Japan at one point, didn't they, about for glory? Well, there was a rumour, like... wasn't they, that there was going to move TNA to England. Yeah, but yes. in Canada, aren't they? Mm. And then that was before Dixie Carter found, it, she re- found out she was related to and or Deck. And or Deck, sorry. Not Deck, Deck, I don't know. Deck's the one They're yeah. both the same person anyway, aren't they? So. I believe, yeah. No, she's, she's, related to, she's related to Deck. There we there go. Declan Donnelly. No, it's not Declan Donnelly. Ah, Declan Donnelly. Declan Donnelly. And Declan Donnelly. Yeah, no, I just I thought it was just a bad call from 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 TNA to be honest. That's that's. Uh, I didn't mind it because the crowd. I say the crowd were up for it. The crowd yeah. sounded. I, well, loud. I didn't realise that there was only seven thousand, and that that's like not even half. Then is it? No. Yeah, just, you, you sell travel packages for for those two English blokes at the front. Are <laughs> <laughs> the two jugglers? Two jugglers. <laughs> Were they jugglers? I thought they were stick masks. One of them was a juggler, were they? Jugglers. Can't you just khaki prayer from jugglers, can you? The, the guy on the right, the bald fella, the sort of thinner one. Yeah. Still fucking old to put face paint on. <laughs> jugglers are really ruining your evening. Yeah. So that, he had a good night, so much, but we'll get to him later on. We had Mike today and Taz on comms. Classic. Is Taz the no. best colour commentator of all no. time? No. Who is? Who is? Coach. Seriously, he was. Oh, Jesse Ventura, seriously. 
Two Peters. Me. Um, King Ross. <laughs> King Ross. <laughs> you won the you won awards to prove it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did. He beat JR, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, I'll never forget when he's celebrating on that bloody balcony or whatever. Oh, you did. <laughs> Outrageous. I don't know Beth Phoenix isn't bad either. I would say though. Yeah, but Beth I do like right. Beth Phoenix, but Beth Phoenix hasn't been doing it for long enough. No, it's all right. I think Lawler's good when he's not like a CD old man. Yeah. <laughs> Taz is all right, but no, I. So my favourite after watching all the WrestleManias is Jesse Ventura, definitely. Um, oh, good yeah. Is that a controversial? <laughs> Jesse the Body Ventura. He's got angry. Do, do you want the fish on your head? <laughs> and then, um, I don't think he's not wrong with Jesse Ventura, is he? I don't know why he is. He's got fuming, didn't he? You're just <laughs> no, you're wrecking the joint. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I, Jesse, I mean, it's, it's, a bit, it's a bit of a conspiracy not now, isn't it? Is, is he not a notorious pothead? Is he? Yeah, but AJ Styles is a conspiracy. He's a flat earther, isn't he, AJ? No, Jesse Ventura. I call it to Randy Orton, yes. Jesse Ventura is um he's trying to legalise weed everywhere, isn't he? Yeah. Do weed Did he do it in Minnesota? Yeah, he's the bear or something, isn't he? He was he was governor, wasn't he? He was also in one of my favourite films, uh, Running Man, so There we go. Quite the history. He was gonna at one point before he decided to just do it himself, Donald Trump was gonna bankroll his, his presidency run in like two thousand four. Was he really? Yeah. They they actually did a little promo at WrestleMania. I can't remember which one it was. The one in Hollywood. Is it 21? Was it 20? One, one of them two. Hollywood was 21. Yeah, it might have been in New York one, actually. That made more sense for Trump, wasn't it? Which is 20. Yeah, but uh, yeah. They, had a little pro- they had a little promo where Trump was like, yeah, I'm going to um, I'm gonna pay for it. Pay for it. Because Jesse was like, it's time to put a wrestler in the White House. <laughs> Yeah, you can. Um, Stupid well, idea, say, Jesse. In hindsight, you can buy a book by Jesse Ventura called Jesse Ventura's Marijuana Manifesto: How Lies, Corruption, and Propaganda Kept Cannabis Illegal. Ah, fair enough. Yeah, seems, that seems does, reasonable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably explains the conspiracy theories. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, there you go. There's your favorite commentator of all time. Then. Mike Tanier wasn't as bad as I remember him being earlier on. He's, he's improved a lot. He's like a fine wine, hasn't he? And there's a, there's a hilarious bit where it's he like, cannot... it's, it's more like a blue nun. <laughs> there is a hilarious bit where he can't get out of the way of somebody um, during a table spot, which we're getting... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which, which Taz absolutely calls him out on it. <laughs> to be fair, Taz was busted chaps all night. <laughs> <laughs> I love Taz. He's he's absolutely great. Dude. But we'll move on to the first match. It's going to be for the TNA X Division. Have any of you guys know what the X Division is? It's like it? a, it's no, like it was, Intercontinental it? Cross with the cruiserweight type thing to me. It's not really it's, cruiserweight. It's not, about, it? it's not about weight limits. It's about no limits, Robert Earl. Sorry, yeah, it's not about weight limits because um, Abyss is a champion. So <laughs> Yeah, no, but they did. They, they put a weight limit on eventually, didn't they? Oh, did they really? Yeah, Bischoff did, yeah, because he said, otherwise, what is it? He was just asking the same question you asked. <laughs> uh, can you give me that apology you owe me? For, for being correct. No, but that was the tagline. It's not about no, not about weight limits. It's about no limits. I'm, a, I'm a correct. No. no, no, you were semi-correct for a small period of time. You were correct. <laughs> Six months, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> She's as good as it gets, Peter's unfortunately. Ah, <laughs> you could say it's not often. 
So we've got a TNA Exhibition type match. We've got RVD, Rob Van Dam against Zima Ion. And bonus points, if anybody can tell me what Zima Ion's name is now. Joaquin Wild in NXT. Yes, it is. And you know how to know that? Yeah, what? I've got it right up in front of me because I googled who he was the other day as well. I wanted wanted to bring this up and you stole my damn thing. It's not Darren Young. No. He had the same hair as Darren Young. Yeah, Yeah, his hair was shit. You know what his hair looked like? You know, like the early um, creator wrestlers. Yeah. (laughs) But you have like the weird massive spikes. Slash Street Fighter. Yeah. Um, He is Joaquin Wild, who I believe is one of. I can't remember what is is it El Hijo del Fantasma, what it was called, whatever yeah. it's called now. One of his henchmen. No, I was going to bring them up later on when we started talking about kidnapping. <laughs> what a show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I didn't realise it was him. It was, he was as well, King Quino in Lucha Underground. Del, del Fantasma, not. We, sh- we should do Lucha Underground at some point because I've never seen it. Yeah, I've never seen oh, it. Right. We'll do, no, we'll just... do um, one of the big ones Aztec Warfare or something. Episode one. Oh. Yeah, it's 167, isn't it? So. Is it? It's gone for good. Yeah. It's gone for good. Um, yeah. Apparently, uh, according to uh, Vampiro, the, everyone's split in half. Company's broken. Play my music. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, there we that's go. The only, that's the only Vampiro moment I know. I've never, I've never watched that show. <laughs> Play my fucking music. <laughs> I love Vampiro. Uh, Zima Ion then, so his hair was bad, his attire was bad. Um, his wrestling was bad. This match didn't really click, did it? Ah, the crowd loved Rob Van Dam though, didn't they? Yes, they Everyone did. Does. Yeah. His music was good in this as well, wasn't it? Oh no, no, I didn't like it. No, but mainly because it it wasn't Pantera. Yeah, I'm no, I'm not. He, yeah, it's not as good as his WE one. But I just like the way the crowd can get involved in it as well when they go Rob Van Dam. Yeah, but anything. They, could have, they didn't, didn't have to say Rob Van Dam in the music, I don't think. Well, they, they did. To be fair, there is some weird theme music in this company. Mm. Uh, it's the music for me, right? And everyone says what sets WWE apart. But I was listening to the music in all this, and I just think <laughs> it's not like a slayer, but this one sounds real indie, doesn't it? The music. Yeah, this whole presentation yeah. I thought was a bit indie. Yeah. yeah, the lights, the lights really irritate me as the studio goes on. It's just, just something about WWE's music. It's that opening beat, I'm telling you. Just makes them look bigger and better. Yeah, it's that opening beat. If you can tell anyone's music from the first doosh, whatever it is. That is true. Yeah. That is true. But anyway, we've got um, RVD and Zima Ion. Um, it's Exactly what you'd expect from a Robert Dan match. He does all the classic spots, uh, and then he wins with a five-star frog splash to become the new X Division champion. Lou, you did not like it. I just didn't care for it. <laughs> it was just, <laughs> it was just. Uh, you know what I'm like about the matches. You need like all the excitement there. I, I just, thought it was quite exciting. Well, this was just a bit. Uh, I don't know. Uh, uh, I thought it, I enjoyed it because, and as well, the crowd got into it and got what they wanted, and I thought it was quite a nice opening. It felt like, and I know this is he's still wrestling now, but it felt like it was like just RVD speciality retirement match kind of thing. Like it just you know comes out does his does his shit. Yeah, and then like. But is that not all you need from an RVD match? I don't really know. Not when he's winning the title. Yeah. No. Not at this point. I don't know. I just think the crowd got what they wanted. So why would they? Yeah, I get where you're coming it. from. I just think RVD's good. RVD's good enough 
to to do a proper match at this point. Yeah. It? Old what's his name? Old Joaquin Phoenix didn't have a chance today. Joaquin Wild. Huh? Joaquin Wild. That's a Joaquin, Joaquin Phoenix. Phoenix. The, the, jo- the Joker. <laughs> the Joker. Yeah. Your, your Joker for thinking this match won't very good. Yeah, it was just all right, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. Well, I thought this was the third worst match on the card. I just my my note was I did not care for this match. Big Davey Mills gave this two. Yeah, good good guy. He's, he always knows his stuff. He's old, old Dave. <laughs> yeah, but it's not mate. Why, he's why, not why, why are you tweeting with that opinion? He probably didn't like this because he's no Japanese wrestler, isn't it? Was he? So. Yeah. I don't know. He gave some quite high scores to be fair. Check it out. Why did move back for glory to to the Tokyo to, 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 yeah, like a few few years yeah, later? Yeah. Well, didn't you get, get ten five ten five star matches? Isn't Just it? trying to get those stars up. He's like, yeah, I'm just gonna move to Japan. I don't know. He did give he did give some high scores in this. He gave some low scores as well, which we'll get to. So there we go. There's the first match. We then move uh, backstage. We've got Jeremy Borash. He's about in these shows. Uh, he's about too much. Well, he announces the last match tonight, but why did they get rid of Christy Hemmings? I thought she was doing an alright job. Yeah, what, what is it with Borash where they're all like, oh, Borash, what a great guy. Like, he's just. Yeah, I'm sure he is a great guy. Apparently, <laughs> he's still likes the WWE now, isn't he? And he's, um, he's, he's all the cinematic matches, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. That's his thing. So he probably is, but like, I, don't, I never got. All the time I used to watch TNA. It was like WCW used to do it with Michael fucking Buffett. That's fine. Yeah. She's a lot better announcer than she is a wrestler. So <laughs> she was doing an alright job. Hey, do you know here's a fun fact about Christy Emmy. She's got five kids all born on the same day. She gave birth to quadruplets. There you go. No, because one was already born. Yeah. But they were but they were all born on the same day. Oh, like they shared a birthday. Yeah, yeah, they share a birthday. Sorry, yeah. So they're all born on the same birthday as their older child. Ah, there you go. I don't know. How did you know that? It's on Wikipedia. Because you were one of them children. (laughs) (laughs) Terry Hemming. That's a little plot twist. Terry Peters is Christy Hemming's child. (laughs) Disclaimer: I'm not related to Christy Hemming, nor have I ever met Christy Hemming. It was it was quintuplets, and Terry Peters got cast aside. (laughs) (laughs) The run of the litter. Imagine got left was, by the stalk, and now he's doing nothing but going on dating shows trying to get back to his mum. <laughs> oh, race itself, TV show that, anyhow. Um, enough Terry Peter Peter show. and Terry Peters, hilarious backstory. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> so, just in case Christy is listening, um, Terry Peters is not your child. <laughs> I've never met Christy Hemming. Yeah, is, is, is in fact uh, Matt Lawrence's um, son, so <laughs> still famous. Do you know what I mean? Oh. Or Andy Peters. It was, there was a time where you sent me a picture of Matt Lawrence and I genuinely thought it was your dad. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And it was only a couple of days later when I saw the same picture on Twitter. <laughs> I was like, fucking hell, it was actually, it was actually, it's actually Matt actually, Lawrence. Not Terry <laughs> Peters' dad. I went for like a week. Um, ex- yeah. Ex chapter two hundred percent Andy Peters. That's Dave Peters' is real dad, isn't it? <laughs> He's hench as well. Think I'm playing mine. Right, Peters. Top player, underrated. Anyhow, Jeremy Barash is backstage. In Magnus. And who was Magnus? Yeah. Towards English people. He was in Gladiators, wasn't he? Who was he in Gladiators for bonus point? The bigger oh. one. He's Oblivion. Oblivion. Yeah. He's now married to Mickey James. 
Yeah, he's doing it right for himself, isn't he? He's the NWA world champion, isn't he? Yeah. Apparently now, now, he can cut a promo. Yeah, he was a bit rough around the edges in this one, wasn't he? He'd been there a while as well. I think you you can see... Rough around the edges, it's just the worst promo I've ever had. I'm not on about the promo. You can see something there, isn't it? He was there, he was physically there. That was about it. You could tell I'd been at work on this. Okay. Yeah, no, it's solid there. Red ass Lou. It's surprising from you because you normally stick up for these types of shows. This is just okay. This is the, I'll tell you the worst type of wrestling show for me is an okay one. Yeah. You'd rather it be a one than a five. I'd rather, I'd rather it be terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was it. It was a bad. The um, match was better than the promo though. Yeah, so we've got Magnus. He's going against Samoa Joe um, for the TV title. Um, I've always wondered that TV title. Can you? Does it count on the pay per view? Well, yeah, it's still on TV, isn't it? This title has had like four names on it. So it it was introduced by Booker T as the Legends Championship. <laughs> well, so whatever that means, of, of course. But he was kind of on a briefcase for ages, and he opened it. I was like, oh, "For fuck's sake!" And then, and then, then it was a TV title. And I think it was like he was the King of the Mountain Championship for a bit. Right. Yeah, King of the Mountain was something they used to do quite a lot. It was alright as well, wasn't it? To be fair. No, so. that was that was fucking stupid as well. A reverse ladder match. What a ridiculous concept. Was it? I can't really remember now. To be fair. You had to get the belt from ringside and hang it to win. Yes, you did. I. <laughs> yeah, that does sound harsh. Yeah, that's actually. just that's just it's different the, for the sake of being different. The same, yeah. It's the same company that had a reverse battle royal where you had to fight to get into the ring. <laughs> yeah, fair dues. I can't can't even say else. can you? So I think I think it might have only had three. It's, and then it's, it's different. No, then they replaced it with that Impact Grand Championship, didn't they? It was like MMA style. Oh, is that the one that where they got judges and stuff? Yeah. And it was like rounds. Which uh, NXT UK are doing, actually, aren't they? They're doing British rounds. Yeah. Makes sense in Britain, though. It does. But they were doing it. It's Billy Corgan on it, but now he's in the NWA and all sorts, and it's all over the place. Mm. Still smashing um, pumpkins, though, isn't he? <laughs> Billy Corgan, smashing pumpkins. Homer Simpson, smiling politely. <laughs> Simpsons. God, love it. Gets a lot of stick, Simpsons, but there's some hilarious... Oh, it's good, great con- there's some great content in there. Great content. Anyhow, uh, Magnus and Smojo, they're former tag team partners. They were tag team champions at one point. Smojo, TNA Grand Slam champion. Mm. How young does he look in this as well, by the way? Horrendous brown shorts, though. Yeah, what's doing on shorts? Yeah. Smojo should have half-colored shorts. They should be red and half red, half black. I don't mind when he has other colours, just a half black and half of something else, but it's not these horrendous, they almost, I don't know, like, velvet shorts. <laughs> he basically nicked them from Viscera's pyjama bottoms. Yeah, maybe he did. There you go. Big Viss, given away his pyjama Was this bottom. before or after he was kidnapped by ninjas? Um, what, I, well, they certainly ruined his night. <laughs> I don't know. I, don't, I, I genuinely don't know when he was kidnapped by ninjas. I'm sure he, like he changed anyway when he was kidnapped by ninjas. He feels like this would be pre-Ninja kidnapping because this feels very sort of original TNA. He had the mark, though, didn't he? Yeah, and he used to wear really tight shorts, like sort of Charlie Haas shorts. Yeah, I don't know. I always thought he was a bit in between on his thing, to be fair. 
I don't really know. He'd already had his, like, this is, he's quite, he'd been doing it for a while. He'd already had his, like, major feuds with CM Punk and stuff, hadn't he, at this point? Whatever, I think. That was the ring of honor, right? It was the ring of honor, because he was on both, and then TNA decided you can only work for one or the other. Yeah. And a lot of them pitched ring of honor. And do you know so, why that decision was made? Why? I actually can't say, I can't say it on the podcast, I'll find out. Oh, well. Well, Chris will find out later on, then. Right, there we go. We knew that what that was. Uh, yeah, good job. He didn't say it. Say Peter about his workout. He didn't see it though, did he? Because he won't look it. <laughs> yeah. so, you'll never find out, Peter, because he can't be said ever again. But yeah, he'd have been he'd have been doing a lot of editing if I'd have gone yeah. to that story. <laughs> there we go. Again, the crowd are mad into this one, and Samojo re- uh, retains his title after cooking the clutch nine minutes. Terry Peters, what did you think of Magnus vs Samojo? I enjoyed this to be fair. I thought they worked quite well together. And I really like that finish of the figure four into the clutch. I thought it was a really clever finish. But yeah, I, all around, good, good for me. You can see there's certainly someone there in, in Magnus and fair dues to him. He's caught the brass ring and run with it, really, hasn't he? And that's why he's now NWHM. I mean, that's well, that, mate. <laughs> not brass, is it? <laughs> it's like a bit of wood painted ring. <laughs> well, a ring then. Copper. <laughs> He's getting ring. <laughs> he's found a one pound earring on the floor and he's grabbed it. <laughs> he's found really... an Aribo ring and he run with it. Whereas <laughs> nowadays I'd have just fucking eaten it. I mean, exactly the same. Out of these two, I'd say Magnus has had a better career this much. <laughs> exactly. No, no, you can't be mean about Magnus on, on podcasts. Why? Because did you not see when Bruce Fitchard was like, Comrade was like, why, why have you never signed him? And he was just like, I'm oh, very good. <laughs> he got re- he got really upset between oh. words. It was like you prick and like yeah. Oh well, he's welcome to at rest around W R E S around. No, he's all right. Nice lad. I like some of the ideas. Yeah, he was. He's good. Big David Meltz gave this two and three quarters. Yeah, that's probably about right. Yeah, because it was slightly better in the last match, but it wasn't. Yeah. Well, was it fine. was so. This pay per view was weird for me because of all the big TNA names that I thought I knew, they were all scattered about the mid card. It was just. Strange. Yeah, when you when you think of what the main main event is, it is weird. And when you know, the, when some of the main is, names are in a six man tag match. This is like the the big the the big show. It felt like the only the match that was deserving of being on it was the next match. Really? Yeah, but Bischoff brought the, yeah yeah I know what he's saying because they you think they're TNA homegrown. Oh, got you. No, like, I was thinking yeah. more like the other matches just didn't seem that big. Mm. Like there was a rematch. There was this one where was this a rematch? Uh, yeah, but this was like the match before was just like a random. I, get okay, what, I do get where you, I do get where you're coming from now. Like, if it's gonna be like, like WrestleMania, the feuds end, don't they? Yeah, but the next match, the yeah. feud ended, didn't it? A lot of build up. Yeah, that's something. The next match was the only one that was, felt like it was deserving of its place on the card. Yeah, there was. Yeah, fair dues. Yeah, but it just didn't. It was, it was weird. Didn't feel yeah. like didn't feel like a big event to me. I don't know if I've said that a couple of times already in this show. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Um, see, the thing is. I, I, there was a lot of people in here I thought they were scattered about the mid-card, the ones who you think are TNA legends. Yeah. But I, I, listening to Bischoff, and he was, he was doing one of his TNA ones, and he said people in TNA were obsessed with homegrown talent, and he was just like, well, why? I think it was probably because their homegrown talent was really good, whereas you look at sort of WCW's homegrown talent and who did they have other than Goldberg. Yeah, but if you're a wrestler... Horace Hogan. Yeah. If you're a wrestling fan, 
<laughs> what, what does it what does it matter with where they come from? And well, yeah, but because they 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 were connected as well, weren't they, to the Indies? And obviously, even back then, the, everyone loved the bloody Indie darling, didn't they? When you look at it, Ring of Honor was not as mainstream yeah, as what it is now. And a, I think, a certain percentage of the crowd love an Indie darling, but the people who actually go to these shows and want to watch want to see the big stars. Yeah, but they were the big stars. No, I I think people slag TNA off for jobs for the boys and Booker T and the main event mafia and all that job, but they're the ones who draw. Yeah, but I, so I, I see what you're saying. But I also, you know, I'm going to agree, I disagree with Eric Bischoff. No, like, well, what's going on? But you need. So I'm going to compare it to WCPW, right? When they when that started, I thought they did the best the best job of any new promotion in mixing established stars with you know, like the homegrown talent, as it were. Like, look how they use, like, Kurt Angle to turn Joe Andrew Heel and stuff. And it was a nice mix. And then when it became Defiant, they focused too much on, like, all the indie stars that it was in every other company. And the kind of people like Martin Kirby, Joe Henry got pushed down the card. And no one cared anymore. I feel like you need a... You need a mix. And this... It just feels a bit weird that... I, I mean, I don't know. Like, Austin Aries and Jeff Hardy, I guess, were TNA stars at the time. But it felt weird that they are in a main event and you got some of Joe just, like, Kurt and Jack and... Mm. Right, I'm going to throw another two pence in here. I think at this time, TNA could have felt very much a parody of WWE, kind of like WCW ended up. And I think maybe they focused too much on those ex-WWE guys than they maybe did than the people that built them there and got them that reputation as a company than the WWE guys. I can see you're not happy yeah. already. For no, that because, you I, no I, I, agree, I agree with Peter. I think it's bollocks. I, think, I just think homegrown's bollocks. So if you're, say if you're a, a football team, right, and you're in League 2 and you get promoted to the Premier League, you're not going to stick with the lads in League 2. You're going to get the big the big guys. No. You, you clearly never played football manager from a team from level yeah, 7. You'd have salt there, wouldn't you? You'd have Ian Ashby. Ian Ashby. Ian Ashby. It's not that common though, is it? How many no, you, don't have, you don't want everyone, but you want some people up there. You don't want a wholesale replace. I, I just don't see the. I don't think where it matters where they got trained. It's, it's ex WWE guys. No, it's smaller than older, isn't it? I think. Like if they got someone new up and coming, or someone young from WWE, that'd be fine. But where, where's Hulk Hogan? Look, look, look at Hulk Hogan in this. Like, he can barely move. Yeah, but it's not, it's not wrestling. Look at Sting. There's no problem with getting it. I just think you need to mix it in. I don't think you can wholesale replace your top stars. Yeah, so again, like going back to WCPW and Defiant, after like a few weeks after Joe Hendry lost the title, they were doing like Will Ospreay versus Mighty Scale on the main event and no one cared because you could see that anywhere. I guess it's slightly different. I, you know I, understand like, what you, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, it's like... I'm going to praise AEW again. I'm going to praise AEW again. Oh, hang on, before you get... Let, let me just right. get back up. Let me sit tight in my chair. Yeah. When you said you should reward the people who got you there, if you keep going with the people who got you there, you will never get better. No, no you should I, reward your fans. Sure. No, you should I, reward I, you. It's not rewarding the wrestlers. Who cares about the wrestlers? Exactly. I, I agree. But it's rewarding it's, the fans, isn't it, who invested in those characters. I agree what you're saying, but I don't think... I think they went too top-heavy. I think Kurt Angle was fine, because, again, that was at the right time. I think Christine was fine at the right time. To get Booker T, Mick Foley, Ric Flair, Hogan, Bischoff... Steiner was there, wasn't he? Steiner was there a long time before that, though, I think. 
if you're a casual fan and you see a show with all them on, you're more likely to go to it. Oh, you're going to think, fucking hell, I've watched a show from 10 years by accident. Yeah. Going on. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think you are. I think there's a reason like AEW haven't gone too far with like Chris Jericho versus John Moxley, even though it's, it's the two top stars. Because we've seen it in a cage match gotta, already. Yeah, because you've seen it in WWE. You've got to mix it up. It's like the same reason WCW started failing in the end. They were doing Hogan versus Warrior in like 1998. Yeah. What we're saying is, Eros, you're a dark. Yeah, I just don't, I just don't understand this homegrown talent bollocks. I just think get the best no, people. I, I get your, I get your point. Uh, no, I get your point. You need, you need a mix because you need fresh new matchups. This just felt like it was just all the big stars like sticking to the top of the card. It was just weird. Yeah, I guess we'll agree to disagree. Uh, but we'll move on. Everyone's favourite backstage interviewer, Jeremy Borash. Woo! He's there. He's there with Bobby Roode. Oh, we should, um, we should have had a Borash counter for this. <laughs> that was too much. He's a, he's a Jeff Jarrett of the show. Ding ding. <laughs> just every time Borash comes on. Ding ding ding. I just don't think they need. Didn't need Jeremy Borash in between every match, did they? They didn't need an interview in between every match. Between every match was a goddamn interview for the next. I tell you what match. else, right? overkill. It was, the... was absolute overkill. And then they followed it up with a video. As well for the match, you just think right. you've just shown me the vi- you've just shown me the interview, you've just shown me the goddamn fucking promo for the match, and now I'm about to watch my I'm bored of it. I'm bored. <laughs> and then after the video, let me get the fish head. Who comes on the voiceover? But the impractical Joker's voiceover guy. He's on the entire <laughs> show. Isn't he? <laughs> so he's going now. That's one more for Merle on a loser board. He was like, and now it's a street fight. What? Yeah. That was weird. I know. Yeah. I know. Pascal Jokers was now at this time. I don't think. No, yeah, I think it was. Was it? No, I don't know. Not eight years old, is it? It could be. It's been on a while. I don't know. Also, while we're running Practical Jokers, the UK version, 2011, yes. 15th. So, yeah, 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 the UK one. I'm not talking about the original UK one. The second UK one, where they did it properly with actual friends rather than just four random comedians. The reason that show failed was because of Matt fucking Edmonton. I thought it was just the one where good. Never seen it. Can't, Granted, can't. it could have got better and I think it, I, do, I, do, I think you can get away with a lot more in America than you can in the UK. As in like when they're like doing stuff. But Matt Edmonton narrated far too much more than the American guy narrated. And yeah, it man. He just goes, one more on a loser bar. Yeah. That's all he does. Whereas that Ed- Matt Edmonton was actually talking during the fucking tasks. Oh, no. Yeah, no. That's why that one failed. The, the British British TV companies ruin everything, don't they? Yeah. Well, the sport is a good example. Wrestling's good. You don't have to ruin it by making it seem like it's gladiators. Uh, yeah, it was. <laughs> and they told I mean? them, apparently they told them to not do the one count, or one fall, didn't they? Yeah. Just treating it like it's get your arm back. It's weird. What do we think of the right? Ted Peters obviously didn't like it, or there was too much. But Lou, did you enjoy the the video package of Storm and, and Bobby Roode? It informed me as to what was going on in the next match. Is that a good thing or a bad thing then? Uh, good, I just found James Storm a bit sad. I think to be fair though, for this match, it made sense because obviously it's a big blood feud. The bin beer money, blah blah blah. It made sense, but I don't think you need it before every match. So you're saying the video package made sense? So for, what didn't make sense? No, for in, some matches it was, made sense to have right. one. So for this match it made sense. Yes. You know what didn't make sense? Continue. Special, special enforcer King Mo. 
Yeah, what was that about? Yeah, he's an ODQ match. What's he enforcing? <laughs> and there was a ref. I, I thought he was going to be the ref. I thought he was going to be the ref. No, literally, as well. what is he there to enforce? Because he was an ODQ. He got involved once. He got involved once. Got involved the... once and it wasn't even the finish. He, he just got... pushed the guy. You've yeah. got to, if you've got something like that, you've got to spark out of the heel. You have to. Do, do you've got an MMA fighter. I don't know who he was. At the time, I think he was like 8 and 1. He's, and he he's just signed. In he signed crap. with Bellator and he signed with TNA. And he was going to do TNA when he wasn't training for mixed martial arts. Ah, oh, because last year was doing that around the same time, right? He's records yeah. crap. And I believe Bellator was on Spike as well. Yeah, he was. But. Yeah, I I wrote down what the hell is he there for? Because you think of the yes. what Mike Tyson was like. He counted the pinfall, didn't he? And actually got involved. King Mo stood in someone's way, and that was about it. Yeah. <laughs> I like the, the fact at the end King Mo was just stood there like, all right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But they were making such himself. a big deal that King Mo was there, and he was there to keep things in order. But why do you want things in order if you sanctioned a DQ match? You know it's going to be carnage. <laughs> it's true. He's, um, he's actually wrestling today in MLW, King Will. Yes, he Peter's, is. Peter's making a lot of good points on this show. Yeah, that's going on. <laughs> uh, but, you know, it's usually the docks and not me. Yeah. <laughs> street, it was a street fight. Um, it was a field ender. Um, James Storm sort of was a bit interactive when he came out, so you knew he was going to win. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing with James Storm, isn't it? You can tell if he's going to win or not. I mean... How weird some... as well, just on a side note, was it not to, to see Bobby Roode come out to and it not be glorious? Just to hear the song. Yeah. No, but having seen Bobby Roode come out and his full gimmick, I can't believe they was ever not going to give him that song. Oh, it's what were the robes and that? It's gonna be Nakamura, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I can't believe it was ever gonna be Nakamura and not like it was not designed for Bobby Roode. Yeah, it would not make any sense at all for Nakamura. No. no. I th- I think these two are brilliant though. Uh, this was by far for me the best match on the card. Seventeen minutes. I'd have put it second. I'd have put my, it second. My second, my second as well. Yeah, my second. Today. All ah, right. Well, we'll get to them. The, the next match. Call Peter's. Call Peter's butter because he's on a roll right now. <laughs> oh God. Say Peter's never needs to be spread. <laughs> <laughs> so leave over that. I definitely, definitely did spread on the uh, first dirt. Oh Christ. Uh. Leave that there for a minute. We'll let it fester. Uh, Mike Tanay praised him earlier on in the show. What the hell was he doing here? Get out the way. <laughs> How <laughs> weird was that? Mike was that announce desk as well with like the, the see-through plexiglass? Well, it, looked like some, it looked like something that Exhibit had built down at uh, the West Coast, didn't it? That Mad well, Mike part of the announce table. The TNA announce tables I thought were cool as well. And I could not wait for someone to get put through all the glass. And then he went through with just a normal table undercover. <laughs> which was the Spanish announce table, which was the most sorry thing you've ever seen in your life. Yes. Three matches later in two Jeremy Barash interviews, and they still don't have one repair. <laughs> Whereas, when, do you remember when we went to the penultimate, the penultimate Raw before WrestleMania, the go-home? Yeah. yeah. And someone got put through the table, didn't they, immediately? And they rebuilt the table. Undertaker. Yeah, it was Undertaker. Yeah. And they rebuilt that table, didn't they? Whereas, like you said, there they just sort of sat there with a chair, and they've got like a desk on the on the lap. It was the same. <laughs> they had the laptops. I think I'm yeah, yeah, that was it. The laptops. The laptops. The fact, yeah. They pointed it out as well. But yeah. to not use the plexiglass is like getting out the lighter fluid and not setting someone on fire. Yeah. Someone was begging for someone to go through that table. Mm-hmm. 
It was like Shane McMahon, wasn't it, at the King of the Ring when he was begging to go through the wall and it took about four attempts. You'd have been disappointed if he didn't go through the wall. Do you know, do you know what I mean? And I, I get the spear. And I, as soon as they, you could tell that we're not going to go through that table, as soon as they moved to the edge. That was a sturdy-looking table, though, to be fair, wasn't it? I just... That, don't show me the glass, then. Do you know what I mean? No, no, I agree. I agree, but I'm just saying it was a sturdy-ass-looking table, wasn't it? I mean, I bet James Storm's got to think go through the table because uh, he was busted up and pretty bad, wasn't he? He made a right mess of himself, didn't he? Yeah, and I, I couldn't work out if Bobby Roode had got busted up, but it was just James Storm's blood all over him. There, there was that image that there was a shot, and you could just see the blood like literally pouring off his face and nose, and it was it was quite a cool image to be fair. Yeah, but blood does that, doesn't it? Um, the proverbial crimson mask. Yeah, so more he got involved, pushed uh, Bobby Roode over. Sells time. Sells time. Sells time. Yeah, King Mo was pointless in this, it, as we've all discussed. If if he's there, there's for wine it, seltzer. Wine seltzer. Pineapple pineapple flavor. Nice. See what yeah. it's like. If he was there to get involved in the finish, okay, I get that. But the fact he got involved and then it didn't finish, it carried on. I think when you say a special guest enforcer in wrestling, you immediately think of Tyson, don't you? He's not happy with that. So look at that face of grimace. Okay, hell. You've got to drink it now, though. You've yeah, drink. I do. Oh, that is not good. Chug it. Chug oh, it. Get it I'm, down, you. I'm going to... Right, it's now quarter past nine. I've, I'm at the gym at 6am tomorrow. I should be drinking it all, really. You, you were open two seltzers, chug it. Yeah, I've got to sleep, honey. Um... Oh, no, that's not good, that one. <laughs> but I've got a variety pack of seltzer. Yeah, right, there you go. You think, though, don't you, of an enforcer, and you think Mike Tyson, and then obviously what he got done in the match, and then Big Mo did nothing. It was like having Tyson Fury at ringside. No, it was like Muhammad Ali at WrestleMania 1. Do you know what he did? I've never seen Muhammad Ali at WrestleMania. I've never seen WrestleMania 1, to be fair. Yeah, no, I'll just shoot words on that. Oh, great. WrestleMania season, baby. Whoop, whoop. Um, yeah, I mean, they do for everything. Like, they, they get the thumbtacks out. I mean, imagine getting pushed from the top rope into all of the thumbtacks. Oh. Yeah, so why did that not end? That? So I, I just thought the finish was a little convoluted. Went a bit too too long. The it finish was, was a little back bit on it. it was a, so the finish was Storm uses a beer bottle, then it's the last call onto the tax to win. It's because Brood had hit Storm with a beer bottle. I was going to say, beer money, weren't they? it's just a callback to previous. Uh, well, when you look at the the um, the VT beforehand, it men- it shows done it in the cage that they get hit with the beer bottle and then obviously being beer money. It it all makes I sense. But I, I, I hit with a beer bottle off the off the ten bucket into the into the yeah, tax. I would have made just, a better finish. I just found the finish right on a bit too long. Like he did a good finish in spot. I did the elbow drop, which looks a bit weak, but you could end it there. And then it just. Just carried on. Yeah, the elbow drop looks a bit weak because he was desperately trying to avoid all attacks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't do the spot then if you like. Yeah. That's what, like it's just, yeah. unless, you're gonna, unless you're willing to land in the tags, like your opponent just did, don't do the spot. Like, I'm not going to land in tags. But unless, I'm also not going to do a spot that involves me. Like in before tags. the match, he was like, yeah, yeah, nah, I'll do it. We'll look. And then he's seen Bobby Roode fall into him and he's like screaming in pain. Spot. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I am getting involved in that. Thanks, the guy on Twitter no. always falls and stuff. Superhuman. Uh, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jugglers and jugglers. Have you seen him? Uh, I've seen just, him. Just this daft kid who just jumps Jumped off ladders. Yeah. 
<laughs> he's actually had a few indie wrestling shows, hasn't he? It's, 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 it's just funny, ridiculous. It's good content, to be fair. It's, it's terrible content. It's great. It's one for Peter's YouTube channel, though. Hey. One for Peter's to do it. Yeah, he could just stand up, couldn't he? Go like, every oh, time I'm just going to fall into some... Yeah, every time he gets sacked, he has to fall off a ladder into something. Hey, well, you won't see that on my YouTube channel, where you can find me, Bell Nation. Just on and... Twitch. And on twitch.tv forward slash bell nation. He does a stream like once every two months. Hey, I was busy. busy. He 100% gets hacked on that stream as well. Find me low in the comments when fascist, fascist Peter hasn't banned us. Yeah. <laughs> Freedom of speech and all that. <laughs> yeah, street fight then. Big Davy Meltz gave yeah, this one. three and a half. I thought it was better than that. I, I just like. I, I do, but I just think because of the other two matches that he's rated higher, I can understand why he's given it three and a half. What were they? Th- what were they thinking? What were they thinking? Seltzer, wine, and pineapple in the same can. Have a laugh. It's a bit of sugar, then, yeah. Fucking gross. Put some, su- put some sugar in it. Uh, you can't taste the pineapple at all. It is just for people what, those keep score the, uh, at the the seltzer league table. Mike's had Seltzer, the Black Trail flavor is number one, I think. Um, oh, last night I had a... Oh, what, was the, what was the company called last night? Let's give a shout out to them. Okay, okay go off. Island, Island Bay. Um, their mango Seltzer is delicious. Island Bay mango Seltzer. I oh. have, have, have a bottle or a can. Yeah, that was glorious stuff. But this Barefoot Wine Seltzer... I didn't think it'd actually be wine. I just thought it was just Barefoot were just expanding. I've been in a... In a um, a similar situation to you, Lou, because I once had a wine beer and it was fucking disgusting. Wine yeah. should stick to wine. Should, and then Tape Peter should drink it at wrestling events. Yeah, yeah, it brings it back full circle, doesn't it? Tape Peter yeah. get battered and <laughs> shout um, something about Jack Swagger in his Activity Junior match. <laughs> Classic stuff. At least 25 minutes after the Jack Swagger match had finished. Oh, that made it better. It made it, better. In Tape Peter's defence, though. That Zack Sabre Jr. match was Duncan barring as hell. Yeah, that's all very good. So, speaking of uh, people barring as hell, uh, Joey Ryan was backstage with Jeremy Barash, uh, and then had potentially the worst match I've ever seen against Al Snow. Yeah, it was terrible. Should we? Uh, should we leave that one? Should we? Yeah, we'll leave that. Well, well Matt Morgan come in. That was only a good bit about it. Um, David Meltz gave it one, which sums it up. Matt Morgan is one of the weird ones, isn't he? Why he never got bigger than he was. Yeah, funny. You could... Control that stutter. I think he's one of the people, isn't he, who had a better TNA run than WWE run. Yeah. And now he's a, a politician, isn't he? Yeah, he's a mayor or something. It's in the yeah. archive. Really? But yeah, David Meltz gave this one star, went on 8 minutes 21, 8 minutes 21 too long. Yeah, there we go. We'll say no more about that. We're going to, to TNA oh. Oh, at the time. They're still going now, albeit under a different name. Christopher Daniels and Kazarian, they're backstage with, of course, Jeremy Barash. This is a TNA show of fucking Jeremy Barash interview between every single goddamn match. JB, Jeremy Barash here. Well, what, what is going on? Why does this person exist? Why is he calling call himself JB? JB, yeah. Uh, they had JB, and then they had DW for a bit, didn't they? <laughs> but she was just always like, just, just having to go at Arthur. I was just sick of it. But, um... <laughs> Didn't know what you were saying then, but they got it at the end. <laughs> What a wonderful time to do. <laughs> well, we can learn to, to something and blur. 
get along with each other. But having fun isn't hard when you've got a library card. The best episode of Alpha ever, and I will win. <laughs> no, it's the, one, the best ones I want to sing in Moose. Nothing. It's that one. Jekyll, uh, Jekyll, Hyde was pretty Jekyll, Jekyll, Hyde, Jekyll, Hyde, Hyde, Jekyll. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Having fun isn't hard when you've got a library card. Who can forget the absolute classic of it? Just a bit of homework. <laughs> a little bit of homework. Da, da, just a bit of homework. If you don't know what we're on about, viewers, or listeners, sorry. Everyone knows what we're on about. Just, well, I don't, I don't Ameri- buy that. Nobody. No. Americans, oh, it's, American. It's, it's American show. It is American. Is it? I thought it was British. Did you what? know the singing, the singing moose is uh, at Garfunkel? <laughs> How could you think it's British? Shark, shark so you're all speaking American accent. You're all American. You got to yeah, an American school. I didn't see it for years when I was a young, dumb kid. Is he an advert though? Like basically, because it was on English TV, I just assumed it was English. No, no, straight up. So anything on English TV you assume was English? I don't know. Wait till we talk about wrestling's best. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody... What? That's, that is some of the absolute most bollocks I've ever heard. Imagine, <laughs> like, we're doing like best British promotion, best British wrestlers later on, and Terry's like fucking Hulk Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was on British TV, so it must be rich. <sighs> so, what about like Recess? I didn't really watch Recess. What? I, I don't believe what I'm hearing right now. Just... That was on Nickelodeon, I associated that with America. Dig it. Yeah, but Nickelodeon was on British TV. Oh, hang on. No, yeah, I, yeah. I, I can't Pop, decide. Recess was Disney. <laughs> Recess was Disney. Yeah, Recess was Disney. Yeah, yeah, dig exactly. it with Des, wasn't it? I'm trying to find Anyway. Wrestling. <laughs> I, just, I just, no, I want you to know what you've said is wrong. I say many things that are wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah was, Singing Moose was that guy, Uncle. <laughs> or was it Singing Mr. Ratman? That's the interesting. I don't know. <laughs> so... Just a bit of homework, tell me. Anybody watch that? I've watched it back on YouTube several times. Outrageous. Is it on, is it on Netflix? Arthur should be. Every child should grow up watching Arthur. Speaking of cartoons right, of our childhood, like just just because we're going wildly off topic anyway. Animaniacs is coming back at it. Is it really? Yeah. Good stuff. We've uh, Pinky and the Brown also coming back as part of it. Pinky and the brain, pinky brain, and brain, brain, brain. One of them's a genius, the other one's insane. They don't make kids' TV shows like they used to. Remember Biker Mice from Mars? What were they smoking for that? You know what I mean? Okay, I think I checked out that point. Yeah, I've, I've heard of it. I've watched it. Biker Mice from Mars. So basically, um, someone said. <laughs> was, it, was it Biker Mice from Mars? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is that the, uh, yeah, it was. <laughs> So as he said, we're gonna have a we're gonna have a show about motorbikes, but car people ride them, so we'll get like r- mice. <laughs> Just in case that's not enough, <laughs> the fucking mice. <laughs> they get all also the catty mice get all over the place, don't they? Also, do you know what Bastard I heard? You know was making a comeback. I can't remember the name of the show, but it was like the Aardvarks or something. no, was it the Aardvarks? No, the raccoons. The raccoons. Do you remember them? Where the bad where the bad Aardvarks. Oh, raccoons are bad. Raccoons are a separate species to adverts. Yeah, no, but there was. You'll know the picture when I show you it. Let me just. Sorry, everyone. Well, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, this was big news, and I absolutely loved this show. Everyone, people, everyone people have tuned in. 
people have tuned in to see the actual TNA Bavacori. <laughs> and they're getting, they're getting cartoon discussion instead. How do I send this then? It's better. And this is why we're adults. No, we're not. That guy's a jackass, so. But he's, he's listening right now because he just he actually listened to it. I thought this is quite good. Yeah, he loved it, really. He just thought he'd do a bit of trolling. Yeah, yeah I get one, one cool. Yeah, let's send that. Copy image. Get it in. What is going on? What's he doing? It's the Skype chat. Oh, my days. Well, this tag match that's coming up anyway is the best match of the yeah. night for me. Here's that. This, this tag match? Yeah, click on ah, that. Okay. Wow, no, I was, no, I was confused by Piers. Right. I thought the, the other tag match was the best match. No. Yeah, yeah. Don't uh, I, I, I am surprised. Get yeah. out. That's a horrible match. Has everyone's clicked on the raccoons? Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, that thing. Making a comeback. Were they British? Okay. Okay, oh, I thought it was on with um, Alvin the Chipmunks is coming back. No, that never really went, did it, Alvin the Chipmunks? No, they had that 3D film, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, everything gets ruined when it's turned into a film. Except Name. for Sp- Spider Man. Mm, yeah, but the Tobey Maguire ones are crap. What? Get out, they're the best ones. Do you, you have a laugh? Tobey Maguire ones are the best ones? Oh, what? That fucking really ruined Venom. Peter time. <laughs> I've not actually seen the. I've, I've not actually seen the third one. I've still not seen it. It's crap. Yeah, it's and also, they didn't ruin Venom because the Venom movie is really good. Yeah, but they did for a while until the new Venom. They did. It was bollocks, is what it was. But anyway. Yeah. Speaking of comebacks, Tom McGuire's coming back, isn't he? Doing what? Probably. Spider Man. It's not going to be Spider Man, is it? Is. Why is he? It's doing a Spider Verse. Yeah, but is. It, is it not that Tom Holland? Yeah, but it's a Spider Verse, so they're all going to be there. Well, t- two of them. No, Andrew Garfield, Nicholas Cage. Andrew Garfield, forgot about him. Nicholas Cage? <laughs> Could be. He's in the animated one, he's into the Spider Verse. Samuel L. Jackson, he's in every film. Spider Man, what? Jesse Ventura. Samuel Jackson probably probably will be in it. Because he's in every film. He's in every Marvel film. He's in every film going, Samuel L. Jackson. Literally every film. He's in every Marvel film. That's the whole point of him, isn't it? Well, yeah, right. That's enough of that nonsense. There's quite a good tag match coming up. (laughs) Best match of the night. This is for the TNA tag titles. It's a triple threat tag match. Kazarian and Christopher Daniels, who I think were called Bad Influence. No, it was a you. weird promo, wasn't it? The, the Soak, the, the Soak you or whatever, the Soak, no, Soak Callum Sensor, no, or whatever they call yes. it. Yes. This town yeah. is the worst town I've ever been in. Do you think, um, do you think Christopher Daniels wanted us to know he had a drink in his hand? Yeah, it looked like washing up liquid as well, it didn't was, it? All right, I'm, I'm getting having a gimmick in that, but it was so put on. Yeah, that the he people just, just fucking drink every five minutes. Yeah, did the people f- who like make the, the gimmick all about a drink is just yeah. ridiculous. Did he <laughs> make did he make some mistakes? He sort of seemed to make he sort of seemed to make some say some words like twice in that, didn't he? I don't know if he Yeah, just, he made it he made a massive mistake because he, he signed for Tina. So Peter's I'm just gonna um <laughs> take it. I don't think he's as good as people make out. Who Daniels? Yeah. On the mic? Yeah, at all. Whoa, he was nearly gonna be the um the guy, wasn't he? From no, oh, what's it called? Oh, higher power. No, I don't think it was. See, Ruthless. I don't mind. I don't mind Daniels. I think he's quite good. 
I think he's, is he the best I, wrestler in the world ever? No, like people used to claim he was. No, he's not. He wasn't even the best on TNA. I've seen him. Uh, I've seen I, him wrestling. I think he was better in early days TNA than what he yeah. was here. Yeah, though we all have when we went to ring one. Oh, is he there? Yeah. Oh, somebody defines you. Elite Arena. Elite uh, Academy. But, yeah. yeah. I, uh, he's I, not exactly the one who got away, is he? Christopher Daniels. He's older than what you think, though, as well, isn't he? You'd have him, when you, I don't know, you'd have him as a trainer. I could see him working at the performance center. Yeah, I think he's got a lot of knowledge to pass on. But um, yeah, that's Kasari and Christopher Daniels. Okay. AJ Styles and Kurt Angle, they're a team. Weird. What a team that is, though. And yeah, do you know what I mean about the big stars just being in random matches? Yeah. This is this is the main match I was thinking of when I said that. And yeah, Chav- I, I assumed it would be. Against Chavo Guerrero and Hernandez. Hernandez is an absolute beast. I think Hernandez. I thought you were going to really offend them for some reason. No, no, I think he's great. I think he's just an absolute <laughs> I was beast. Waiting for you to say something really offensive. No, no, I, I think he's really good. I think I think he's one of the people that in is quite underrated in TNA, in my opinion, from what I've Hernandez seen. Hernandez was also in Wilchunicon. Is still is he he's still in TNA? I think so. I know K Dog is because Conan used to be his manager LAX. when they were part of LAX. Yeah, but then the new LAX, they're in AEW, are they? Yeah, that's thingy, it's like isn't it? Bar, isn't it? That, that's how yeah, we... they're part of that. No, no, it's something about it. See if it's two. And uh, uh, Ortiz and somebody, in it. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I I think Hernandez is great. <laughs> he, was, he was a big lad. Athletic big lad as well. He, did look like, he looked a bit like Conan, but blown up, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like it, Conan, but like the size of an actual wrestler. And I thought him and him and Chavo worked well together, to be fair. Um, yeah, Chavo was on him mildly annoying, which is good for him. What did we think of Kurt Angle in this match? M- shit music? Yeah, his music. Oh, I liked his music in TNA. No, I, I thought he was just one of the ones when we were on about, the when was on, like, good openings. When we were on about the music early, his was the first thing that came into my head that was bad music. It just doesn't suit pla- people. Platform, though, didn't he? Yeah, because he used to come up with like a hoodie on, didn't he, and sort of raise a flag out like that. Yeah, I thought, I thought his music was alright at the start. I can't remember. I literally can't remember after those festival. <laughs> that bit's the only bit I can remember from it. That was that was exactly it. That was that was that's exactly the same. Yeah, because he like so good. Oh, it's good. But the take is gone, you know. Same level yeah. of anticipation. I it's a weird one, Vangle, isn't it? Because He's never going to be as good as he was in WWE because he's older and he's had God knows how many problems. Yeah, spent more time in Yeah, I was going to say he spent more time in TNA. But then it did look better than the last time he wrestled in WWE. Now we can't, can't barely move, can he? So that many yeah. issues. And well, stuff. he says it's because he didn't wrestle as much when he was in WWE, so he stiffened up. Right. He did interview the other week where he said he should have been world champ when he came back. And then point out the fact that, and I was like, at first, I was like, you would be ridiculous, care. Shut up. But then he pointed out a Goldberg was, and I was like, I make a point. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, but yeah, having, I, I mean, I love Kangol, and one day we'll do a Kangol special, but having watched him on the Indies before he went back, he should have been nowhere near the main event. I will Whoa. say one I will say one thing. Oh, his match with Joe Henry is a classic. I will say one thing. Pay per view and Kangol. What? Wasn't a sex pest. No, no, that is the the, the best. Cackles <laughs> been on this show, and he hasn't been a sex pest. So that's that's good news. That I, I, I I thought this match was great, though. To be fair. So, Peter, is this your favourite match of the night? 
Yeah. Have they? Yeah. No, Is no. it because Kazarian did his best to try and kill himself with that hurricanrada? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> a few dodgy sort of moves about that, wasn't there? It it did end up like a massive when they were all doing the finishes and that. I I love that sort of thing in this sort of match because there's so many big characters they all want to get the moves in and it ended up like a bit of a car crash and I thought that was really good. My issue with this match was it was 15 minutes but it was a bit like F1 where it's only exciting for the last part. I thought the ending was really flat. I thought the I, like, I liked the ending. One of, one of several th- endings in this show that was really flat. Like it's like they didn't know how to finish a match properly. It was I just... didn't. I didn't like the Chavo Guerrero thing afterwards when he's on the the ramp. Saying, did it did it feel a bit cheap? Yes, because it's, it's for Eddie Viva Guerrero. I get it, I get it. But you just think, like, with all due respect, stop bringing the Eddie Guerrero name up. We get it. Do you know what I mean? It's I get that he died young. I get that it's horrible. We get you're a Guerrero, but you and Rey Mysterio do not need to make, try and make a career off somebody else's legacy. Ooh, that's a bit harsh of Rey Mysterio. No, yeah, I thought, Rey Mysterio, I thought Rey Mysterio got away maybe from not, it. Maybe I not. Maybe not. I think after after this Eddie Guerrero thing with Rey Mysterio for me, it annoyed me because everything was focused on him being Eddie's friend, and it just pissed me off because I just thought, get your own thing, Rey. Get your own thing. I think that it's only for one program. <laughs> yeah, but that, I feel like that the real one was like one year, less than one year after. It was, the real was this, immediately. I yeah, guess this was like seven years afterwards, and it was like. I know what you mean. It's like the, the opening package where it's like we're fighting for the Guerrero family name, and it's like, why? You know what I mean? Like it wasn't. Yeah. It didn't need to be involved. The thing, obviously, I've got. If all he was facing like, like an old feud, like if he was going up against, I don't if he was up against Jericho, or yeah. Mysterio, or someone, and you know, it fit get, into it. I could I see think, it. Like I think again, I could, I'm going to praise AEW again. Like when Cody was going up against whoever he was, and it was someone from the Horsemen were there, and it was like a deal on it. Like it was the Horsemen versus Rhodes again. And that, that was fine because it was like. But when he was just like random, randomly, I can, I get what you mean. It's a bit like it's like Natalia, isn't it? Her whole gimmick is just that she was had famous parents. And uh, yeah, the the thing I've as I've got older, I've enjoyed Rey Mysterio's work more because I've seen his older stuff, and obviously I think his newer stuff is alright. But at that point, around the entire Eddie Guerrero thing for me, it really pissed me off because it felt as though he had literally got into that spot because of what happened, the unfortunate passing of Eddie Guerrero. That, that's just my opinion on it. I think you're casting. I did watch SmackDown at the time, and I think you're categorically wrong. Yes, he played up to it, but then that's what also made Randy Orton such a good heel. Well, that's true. This feels. WWE just can't help themselves sometimes. No, no, they can't. And no, Randy Orton did say some despicable things, but it really got you to hate Randy Orton. Yeah, yeah I know. It's, it's, a, it's like that time when Paul Heyman pretends to have a heart attack like a week after Paul Barrow died. It's like sometimes like just come well, on, guy. When Rey Mysterio had that, Paige had to go at Charlotte that time about a brother, and I was just like, oh, for fuck's sake. Just yeah. Well, that didn't happen because it's been edited out of everything. It's just like, why are you doing it? Like, just stop it. Stop it, Vince. There's other ways to get heat. But yeah. Yeah. So well, yeah. I, I, like, I like the positive aspects of those, those ones. Like, the positive aspects of the Rey Mysterio story sound good. Whatever it needed, like Randy Orton, like, always oh, in hell. And his, his yeah, but the Ruby story was really good because it went full circle where Chavo Guerrero turned on him because of the full Eddie thing. It was yeah. a full it was a full story. That's why the Ruby Mysterio it wasn't just randomly saying it after every match. It wasn't coming out doing Eddie Guerrero's gimmicks and stuff. Yeah. 
Big Devin, Devin Mar- Sorry. Big Devin Oates gave this four. Mm, I thought, okay. last, I thought the, the Street Fighter was better. No, I enjoyed this more. I just thought this was only good at the end. I thought the start was flat. I didn't, I didn't like the end. I, I can't believe this isn't your... I can't believe the next tag match is your favourite tag match. I think that's... I, I can believe the next match is Well, I can now. Now it's you, yeah. <laughs> I'm all about a story. We've been through this. Before you say why, I'll tell you. When we do the next match, I'll tell you why it was. <laughs> I'm all about story and chaos, you know this. <laughs> oh, my God, I've just seen what the next match is. Yeah, that's not, the next match is my favourite. But, yeah, this this tag match, I just thought the ending just, felt, just came off a bit flat. So we the went... actual ending, like the very final move. You mean what do you mean? What? Do you mean the actual ending which was direct auto insurance's impact of the night? Yeah, that one. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I my notes on this is so, look, too... look, does it win a prestigious award like that? <laughs> fucking direct auto insurance. <laughs> my uh, it's fucking bobbins. My notes on this are too busy enjoying it, forgot to make notes. I've made some notes. So one, they kept introducing. I don't know if this was meant to be a thing, but twice they said they're now the world tag team champions of the world. That was weird. Um, <laughs> two, point. AJ Styles's logo was the same one that he's in the WWE, which I thought was well, interesting. And they had the breast cancer awareness thing as well, they? Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was. I, yeah, I thought that was. I, 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 I always presumed that was a WWE made thing. Also, AJ Styles with short hair. I know he had short hair for the majority of his career, but I just think he looks right after that. Yeah, I don't like See, crazy. I associate JJ Styles because I watched Tina when he had short hair, so I associate him with short hair. No. When he had um, frosted tips, that was the weirdest part, wasn't it? It's like Ric Flair's project for a bit. Yeah, that was, could not have picked anybody different from Ric Flair, would you? Strange. Um, I think we've said the finish. Um, basically, Hernandez hits his border toss move and Daniels Chavez hits a frog splash to win. And it was so good that it was a direct auto insurance impact of the night. Well, that's good for them. <laughs> For 15 minutes direct tower insurance they got their own opinions I don't, I don't agree I mean can you have an impact of the night before the night's even finished yeah because what is a bigger impact exactly but also it, like, speaking of impacts now you mentioned it this company does not know what it's fucking called at this point does it it's TNA at this point isn't it yeah but then it's like on after Chevron's coming up at the bottom Sharon's it says impact wrestling there's no mention of TNA the problem is it's been under so many different names as well. It doesn't help matters, does it? Yeah, I think this is that weird part where for ages they were stuck between two names. Yeah. They did, I did the right thing when getting away from Tina. I mean, there was hoping to go yeah, to... but it, it took them too long because Hulk Hogan was trying to move them to Impact. It took about five or six years after that, didn't it? From what I mean, they were global stars for a cup of coffee. Yeah, but that was Jeff Jarrett. Then. That was Jeff Jarrett, Jarrett wasn't it? For the global boss. Um but I from what Bishop was saying, I think people they thought some people thought TNA was a good name. Because yeah. it got people watching it. They like directors and stuff. Yeah, Yeah. Um, we'll move on to the next match, which uh, was better than the All Snow match. Um this sure. is Miss Miss Tess Tessmacher, Tessmacher. She's the champion against Tara, the knockouts championship. And I was gonna say in this, um, I was going to praise TNA because I think they did a better job of women's wrestling before WWE. Oh, you're wrong in this one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. They have done some absolutely ridiculous Yeah, stuff. they had a lot of talented women on the roster, didn't they, for a long time. But and they, they, had, put, and they, they had, put this on. They had a deeper roster. And yes, they did that fucking stupid one where it was like deal or no deal or something. And they all 
someone won the title by opening the kit. Yeah, someone but they made an a- they made an actual thing about the women wrestling, and it's got quite a high place in the card. And it's shite. But yeah, but it's of course. Is it a women's match if there wasn't best friends? What's uh, that thing about as well with Tara's Hollywood boyfriend? Before the match, Tara, we one of those Victoria in in WWE. She, she still ain't the lady to mess with. Yeah, <laughs> best music away. I ain't a lady to mess with. Did you know that, right? So this is an interesting fact that I swear to God is one hundred percent true. Even though it sounds like a lie, that music is one of Nicki Minaj's first songs. Before yeah. she was, yeah, it's before she was famous. I can't believe that to be fair. Yeah, she just got her in as like a vocalist. Yeah, there we go. And it's, it's Nicki Minaj, yeah. I can yeah. see that. Yeah, uh, Miss Test Match, yeah, is Brooke. Brooke. From I can't WWE. remember. Brooke yeah. Adams. Brooke Adams from Extreme Exposure. Yes. Yeah, with Brooke, Layla Brooke and Kelly. Right. And Mike no, Knox. Brooke. Mike Knox. Hey, Mike, we'll keep <laughs> Yeah, I know. We'll put a pin in that as well. That's why I brought Knox. it up. We'll get there. Basically, Tara was the champion. Miss Test Match won the title off her. On some sort of open challenge night, Tara then beat the crap out of her, and she's not having it. And a new boyfriend has said something to her, saying you need to be more of a badass. This is all before the match. We'll get to the match. The ref is fucking shite, Taryn Terrell. So is the. Uh... Whoa, interesting facts about her as well. Go Did on. you know she was once married to Drew McIntyre? Was she really? But before that, she went out with Carlton from Fresh Prince. <laughs> Is that an upgrade or is that a downgrade? So she went from Carlton to Drew McIntyre. Who would you rather go out with? Carlton. I think I'd rather pick Carlton. He just seems like I bet he, he must be a lot though, Alfonso Ribeiro. He is a lot, isn't he? Like when he was on Strictly, he was. I thought he was. I, I enjoyed him, but I imagine he's, he's yeah. I imagine he's like. <laughs> he's just going about ten. Yeah, he's just just on like ten all the time, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, what a what an interesting history. And now she's going out of a, a stuntman. Ah, there we go. Um, so, I, yeah, I was going to praise TNA for the knockouts division, but the fact that they've got a blonde referee and dressed at, like, early, late 90s. And she's got the big boobies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, again, that's the reason why Tay has never got called back for one of the dating shows. <laughs> it didn't need to be said, Peters. Who said it? Calls it like a season, eh? She was in the 2007 Diva search. But it, was, it was an interesting idea having a female ref there. It hadn't been done before. Well, it, it, I would say it was more successful than the female timekeeper. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> See, I think had, had Jennifer Larson. Yeah, when Tazzy shot in Ring the Bell. Yeah, do you know who that is? It's Jennifer Larson, Taz. <laughs> Outrageous. Yeah, right. Have of the a show. women Jennifer. have a women's ref. Have a women's ref. But just why does she have to be dressed like that? Well, all the refs were just ridiculous. I assumed when it showed you the video package of the women's ref, she was a special guest. Oh. Well, right. also, this is another thing about TNA. How many authority figures did they have? So I didn't know Bruce Pritchard was in TNA. Yeah, that's it. So he was there. But then Hulk Hogan obviously apparently was GM. And then also, Brooke Hogan Hogan. was in charge of something. Hulk Hogan was GM, and Brooke Hogan was in charge of the knockouts. So what's Bruce Pritchard doing? Bruce Pritchard was a judge on Gab, Gut Wrench, or Gut Check or something. Wasn't he VP, though? Like vice president or something in in Storyline? I don't know. Bishop was also the... 
Is he like the Adam Pearce of, of the day where he just turns up and no one really knows why? Yeah, a bit like Sergeant Slaughter and actually there. He was a com- yeah. commissioner. Uh, oh, Finley. Finley was doing it for a bit, wasn't he? Oh, yeah, we're feeling like Becky Lynch and all that time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Joey Mercury as well. He he did it for a bit, didn't he? Uh, Jimmy Noble. Jimmy Noble, yeah. Right, David, yeah still got David Mills got. gave this one. Once, that was one too many. Um, yeah, so I, it, it, it was six minutes. It was crap. Tara wins after a widow's peak. And then, just oh because they haven't, done, they haven't done enough to put re- women's wrestling back. This is 2012. So we're not that far off the women's revolution. Four years? I think it's like TNA had already done it. And they've gone back. Yeah. yeah. So Trish and Lita have already done all that. Then we had Gail Kim. She was on the opening video package. (laughs) Tara decides, how can I put women's wrestling forever back? Oh, yeah, that's right. I'll have a boyfriend. And he's going to be called Jesse. And I'm going to immediately make him take his shirt off and then make out. Oh man, it's always you're going, get that chair off before you come to that the room, Jesse, baby. That was Jesse from, from Big, Big Brother. Brother. Jesse from Big Brother. He was on about 18 different Big Brothers. He became a wrestler afterwards. Taz was loving it, to be fair. He's but, like an American Adam Maxted. Fair point. <laughs> he signed for the NXT UK, has he? Has he? Is he real? I'm sure he has, yeah. Fair play, too. Flex. Is that what he's called? This is like thing in the air flexing. Yeah. I just remember all the all the thirsty mums queuing up to take the picture of an GW. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Forcing the kids on the picture of Adam Maxted. <laughs> yeah. Hey, he was over though, wasn't he? Give him credit. And well, also, he was one of the re- he was one of the reasons why my favourite moment ever in the wrestling ring happened. Oh uh, yeah. Got beat up. He got beat up by Nathan Cruz. Nathan Cruz jumped out the ring to go get a chair. <laughs> Hell, flying his face, didn't he? Oh god, it's hands down the greatest moment I've ever seen in the wrestling ring. I've seen Shane McMahon jump off the top of a hell so. <laughs> I have watched, uh, well, NXT take over New Orleans. <laughs> yeah, Nathan Cruz fell out of the ring. <laughs> it's so yeah, Ross did, Ross did love it, didn't he? Like, Ross, like, yeah, he I think did. it was like two matches later before you'd come down. <laughs> it's the best match I've ever seen. Oh, what I'd have done to be at that side. Oh, God, I miss, I miss live wrestling so much. Yeah, live oh, wrestling. Moments like that. It's kind of weird. Um, Lou, what did we think of Miss Tessmacher against Tara? Oh, I've got through all my interesting facts. <laughs> no, right. well, should we just swiftly move yeah, on? Yeah, it was all right. Wasn't it? But yeah, shout out to TNF and Jennifer Larson for ringing a bell. <laughs> Eventually, um, I thought I thought it was Kendrick quite was proud. Also, right, um, I say eventually, and I missed it out on a street fight. But how long did it take Bobby Roode to get them fucking tax? Oh, he got yeah. a chair out by accident at one point, didn't he? Yeah. But I think he was obviously there. He realised it wasn't there, and he thought, oh well, he can't just sit up there for a I better get this chair out and hit him with it. <laughs> Got chair. It's the most piss we ever. And I went back under the ring again. Oh, Jeff, sounds like doing it the other fucking can, you idiot. Fair play to uh, Bobby Roode for not just having the cursory look. He got in there, didn't he? Yeah, you're right. Do you remember that time Callisto was looking? He's in a chairs match, and he put all the chairs outside the ring. <laughs> then he ran out and went under the ring to get a chair. And he comes around from. Fucks. Then even Michael Cole was like, I don't know what he's looking for because all the chairs are already ringside. <laughs> Uh, uh, he, did, he did some great things after that. So. Outrageous. 
so that was the women's match. But now we'll move on to a video of Sting getting inducted into Hall of Fame. Oh my oh, God! I believe you have some points. Is well, it because that's well, like the presentation at the end of season Sunday League? Yeah, it does. It they're like they're all down. Up, it? They're all down the Irish club. Kind of having a little player of the season awards. Hulk Hogan's in his t-shirt. Sting's dressed like an absolute dad. He's like in a, like a flannel shirt and a no, more like a linen shirt with a leather jacket over the top. Ridiculous. Magnus, though, he was wearing a suit. Sorry, but he shirt. was about the only one that was appropriately dressed. Okay. Um, did you also yeah. get confused that Hulk Hogan thought he was inducting himself at all? <laughs> well, the old wrestlers, we, you know, we've seen Ric Flair induct people, haven't we? That's what the old wrestlers are like. Yeah, yeah Ric Flair inducted. Yeah. Did he? Was, was it Sting? No. Sting, yeah, but he just talks about him steamboat. man. Rick Flair inducting Sting into yeah. Hall of Fame to talk about his feud he had with Steamboat, yeah. Tina doing a Hall of Fame. What's going on? I can't, wait, I can't wait till next year when uh, Cody gets inducted into the AEW Hall of Fame. Oh, <laughs> you know he's he's going to be first. He's champion again, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he'd be. He'd be, he'd be, he'd be he's going to put himself. Have you read the rumours he's going to put himself in the horseman? Of course he is. He's just an ass, isn't he? Of course he is. It's him, Jeff, it's him, Jeff Jarrett. It's him, Ty Dillinger, and the revival in it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Mongo and Michael will no longer be the worst horseman ever. <laughs> oh, no, it's fucking Ty Dillinger. Okay, Ty Dillinger. What could you do? I could say 10. <laughs> Everyone was See, like, but Ty Dillinger, I don't, nothing against Ty Dillinger, except the fact I queued for God knows how long to meet some more journey fucking turned up. Uh, you weren't the other one. Yeah. <laughs> and the oh, line right. immediately left. Well, he, was watching, he was watching Big Show in the ring, wasn't he? <laughs> Who did we meet? We met someone cool afterwards. Oh, we met Ron Simmons, didn't we, afterwards? That made, for, that made up for it all. That was a sad moment in our lives. To we, met, did we, not meet Sammy, we met Sammy Zayn and then... Who oh, else Sammy Zayn was the day before, wasn't it? Yeah. Then I think we walked around I after met, Sammy Zayn. So that was good. Yeah, that was yeah, was yeah, that was that time, wasn't it? Yeah, that's after. That was the time after. But anyway, as I'm saying, I've got nothing against Ty Dillinger. But when everyone was, he got released, never seen. Ah, oh, he's going to be a minimum. No, he got released for fucking reason. He was nowhere near the top of the card because he's shite and boring. The, the, the ten count is very annoying. He's just vanilla. See, I like vanilla. It's cool. like the revival, right? Yeah, they had some good matches in, in NXT. Okay, Peter's just just a bombshell. Well, <laughs> say it again, Peter's, please. Oh, I like vanilla ice cream. He likes vanilla ice cream. It's my favourite ice cream. I'm not surprised one bit. I'm ready salted on my favourite crisps and water's my favourite drink. What do you get for... I was going to say what meal deal do you get but you can't eat and even can you? <laughs> I would say ham is probably my favourite sandwich as well. <laughs> that is you. You are the... Oh, outrageous. But yeah, it's like the revival, like going to AEW as well. I'm just swapping over here because I'm just going to slag AEW off. Have I missed them in WWE? No. Do I care what they're doing in AEW now? No. Are they anywhere near the top of the card? No. Nah, they're all going at this. I, I I did a Twitter thread there, which got me some reviews. Um, but yeah, I just point out that everyone who's gone across the AEW is in the same position in the card as they were in WWE. Yeah, almost like the people in this next match as well. Who's in the next match? Your favourite match of the night. It bloody is, isn't it? Oh, um, let's do it. Yeah. So there's a recap of, uh, of Aces and Eights. They're the new biker gang that literally just ripped off Sons of Anarchy. They've ripped if, off have Retribution. Ever, have you ever heard the music of Aces and Eights and Sons of Anarchy? No, no. I imagine it's, it's like exactly similar. the same. What is Sons of Anarchy? It's, it's a, a TV program. 
biker TV show. Yeah, is it as good as Nicholas Cage's Ghost Rider? Um, I've not seen either, so I can tell you. No idea. So we'll say no. Is it as good as Biker Mice on Mars? Probably not. Yeah, okay, that's that's the, the gold standard of, of Biker. <laughs> yeah. Well, an American chopper, mate. Right? An American <laughs> badass. Yeah, well, yeah, Chuck Palumbo. This is more Chuck, <laughs> this is more Chuck Palumbo than the American Badass. <laughs> I think Chuck to be fair, I think Chuck Palumbo would have probably improved this much. But it, I mean, it's, it's got some big ratings, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It um, did, but when you look at how good, this is like the first, stuff. how this is like the start of Ace and Eight, and then you look at what happened at the end of Ace and Eight, it makes no sense. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. It's like a, it's like a beating for lads. Yeah, almost worth job. I will say, for continuity purposes, they only beat up and sting at the end. The, apparently, the that's the thing all the way through, isn't it? If you go back and watch, they never actually beat down Bully Ray. They're just putting for a table for lads. Yeah, yeah. It's only, it's only one, I think there's only one thing of it, and that was just to, so they could carry on doing it. Do you yeah. know who the two Ace and Eights members are in this match? Yes, sure, I'm going to tell you. Do you know? Do we all know? Right, we'll get there in a minute, anyhow. <laughs> Um, so this is Ace and Eight. This is their first match. There was one of them. I couldn't work out who it was actually. So I'd be interested to. Uh, oh, I don't. I don't I only know the one with the long hair. Yeah. I believe I can. Yeah, tell I, don't, you. I don't know that is easy. Yeah. All right, well, there we go then. Yeah. So it's, it's Ace and Eight's first match. They attacked Sting during his Hall of Fame speech previously when he was announced he was going to get inducted. Basically, they want to run rough shot of a uh, TNA. They've kidnapped Joseph Park. <laughs> <laughs> He's Ibis for everyone he's out there. A, he's a WB, isn't he? He's like, it just tells Statman or something. It just tells Analyst, doesn't it? <laughs> Hogan's had enough. Eric Bischoff is clearly the guy behind the voice, but he leaves when it actually gets to the end of it. <laughs> uh, and if, if Aces Dates want to stay around, if they win this match, then they get to stay in TNA. Hogan's picked his two lads, Sting and Bully Ray. Um, it's going to be no DQ. Bully Ray wears Sting makeup. Aces and Eights come through the crowd with Joseph Park and handcuff him to the rail. Took a while. Nobody knows. Day. Nobody knows who these people are. Ted Peters named one of them. Mike Knox. Mike Knox. Or Nooks. Nooks. He was Knox before this. Knox after. Mm. Luke named the other. Nerd. Dog hours, isn't it? Everyone's favourite henchman, Doc Gallows, yeah. Doc Gallows, okay. Is there a faction? Doc <laughs> Gallows is there. Henchman. Is there everywhere. So he's, got, he's going to be called Doc. Um, Director of Chaos, I believe, at centre. Yeah, it is. I mean, the match is, is what it is. Standard. I appreciate that you you like the story. At one point, Joseph, near the end, Joseph Pack gets free and attacks all the aces and eights. Two of us have joined. Bully Ray gets spine-busted through a table. Aces and Eights win. Who oh. is the spitty member of Aces and Eights yeah, in a non-COVID era? So do you want to know the other two people of Aces and Eights are? Well, one of them's obvious because he takes his mask off. So, well, we'll get there. <laughs> but we ain't got there yet, and people listen to this for the results. Oh, that's true. Yeah, we, you don't want to be called dark again. I found that out, though, that people listen to this purely for the results. I saw, I've told you this many times. Right. So. So um, Hogan comes out, um, takes his shirt off. He's got a shit tattoo on him, Hogan. Which one? The immortal one on the back. Is that what it says? I think all those tattoos. Is, is it, he's a man who shouldn't have tattoos. He was very much against tattoos, though, and Hogan knows best, because I remember Brooke was going to get one, and he was like, no, brother, you can't get a tattoo, brother. And now he's got him, brother. 
I was, uh, when he's talking to Putin, is it not go? No daughter. <laughs> does he always, does he still say? Imagine Hulk know. Hogan talking to his mum. <laughs> Let me tell you this, mother. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, sorry, mother. Um, oh. um, speaking of immortal, shit immortal tattoos, um, I know somebody who uh, got who got immortal. I used to I used to work with this guy. With this, this guy. Um, I don't think I'm telling you this. And he got immortal on his on his arm. Sort of the inside wrong. inside of his forearm. They've got it in a different language, which is people do that, don't they? I thought you were going to tell me he's dead now. No. <laughs> no, I don't know. I ain't supposed to be there. Right? <laughs> right. Oh, for um, So he got immortal on his arm, but he got it Italian. And for you who don't know, immortal Italian is immortality. <laughs> so it's just such fucking horrendous. Because <laughs> he oh, has immortal. Immortality. Immortality. <laughs> but it just says immortality. <laughs> So, so Hands down the worst that I've ever seen. But there we go. Yeah. Anyhow, Hogan comes out. Um, he's like everyone's dad, and he takes his shirt off, does a big boot. This is amazing. <laughs> like it was terrible, but it was amazing. Oh, takes so takes off one of the masks. It was and absolutely. Can we just can we just go back and say how absurd this whole thing was? Yeah. <laughs> it's this big biker gang. It is one punch. And <laughs> he starts hulking oh. hulk up. Oh, yeah, he's the leg job. I thought he was going to do the bloody leg job. This is what makes it shit. Hogan <laughs> comes down to these big hard bikers. He punches two people on his way down to the thing with one punch. Then he hooks up, and then the bollocks happen. Yeah, but Hulk Hogan. So you're saying all this, and then you're saying it's bad at the end. Like I don't get how you reach that conclusion. This is awesome. I don't know why you would think Hulk Hogan can't do that because he scoop slams under the giant. Hulk's going to Hulk, isn't he? Who's the spitty one? You've not actually told me. I will tell you in a second if it gets to the DDP. It's not, it's not DDP. Dealer Brown. Uh, Hogan comes out. Dealer Brown. Uh, he beats up the... No, he's later on. Um, and then Dealer Brown has never had long hair like that. He's <laughs> <laughs> also uh, never white. Yeah, he unmasks Aces and Eights guy. The first Aces and Eights guy to beat Unmask. It's only Devon. Devon is his called. Devon. And the look on Bully Ray's face. Right, what, bro? The next one after, the next one after this was Cornwall. <laughs> so, who do we think the other guy with long hair is then? Shropshire. Oh, <laughs> James Drake. No. No, I think I know who it was, but I don't. Ed Real Frizier, it was X Pack. No. Kevin Nash. No. This real? No. He's Mark got, Haskins. He has a famous dad and uncle, and he's not a member of the Anawaii family. So it's not Natalia. <laughs> it's not Natalia. It's not bloody man. It's Teddy Hart. No. Go on then. Where's Briscoe? No, he was in the crowd earlier. He was one of them, and in in the middle of the story, he goes on. He's like Kurt Angle's boy, and then him and uh, whatever Bischoff's son calls it, Garrett. Yeah. Did. Uh, turn on him and join us and it's yeah he wasn't he was in the crowd yeah. earlier on West Briscoe mm. West Briscoe at the time like what happened to him he went to the next big thing wasn't he yeah I just think he got oh was that Richie Steamboat Richie Steamboat was meant to be the next big thing that was Richie Steamboat that was next to the big thing I don't know what it was let's have a look West Briscoe what's he doing he's here? just on the independent circuit last last notable thing was New Japan in 2014 apparently yeah, that's what it was. Wes yeah, it's not, not a lot, to be fair, for Wes. Um, look, the match was only 10 minutes. Um, I imagine you love it because it great. was just absolute shenanigans all the way through. It's just chaos, wasn't it? It's great. <laughs> that whole Kaga thing at the end, I thought was awesome. Oh, it was absurd. It was absolutely absurd, but it was, it was like WCW at its best. It's good stuff. 
So that means it's, it's the absolute worst. Um, Big David Meltz gave this one and three quarters. He's wrong. I, I would He's say that's so... too high. No, oh, that's too want to be wrong. I anymore. hated this. I absolutely hated this. Oh, God, sorry. Peter's hair is fun now, what we're saying. Yeah. So, you, you, you said you had some good ideas earlier. Now he's got a bit of a station. Yeah, it's, yeah, that's it. Terrible idea. Why did you wait, Peter? What's up with you? I just thought it was just the ending. They built, it literally was, it was that Hogan thing that ruined it. They built the Ace and Eights up to be this amazing faction. Weren't scared of anyone. They kidnapped Joseph Parks, made him smell, apparently, according to Taz. Yeah, they've been locked up for two weeks, haven't they? I know, I'm not, I'm not yeah, disagreeing. He, 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 he probably did smell. He looked like he had an egg stain down his top, bless yeah. him. They fed him, they fed him well. well. Normally, people um, shower more regularly than once every month, so sure. <laughs> two weeks to him. But it literally was. It was just the way that Hogan comes down, punches one person in the head to go down, punches somebody else in the head to go down. Then they look weak as piss when they're doing the Hogan attack yeah, thing. This and then he's walking up and he's just going... You and then he looks like his face has been put together with cement and is never moving again when he's shocked. Yeah, but the the crowd was loving that. And this is also Hulk Hogan who beat the Alliance to end Hulkamania. It did in a free tier cage with only the help of Randy Savage. Fucking Zeus. Zeus was there, and this guy being no, no, Zeus was not there. So Z Gangster was there. <laughs> <laughs> Z Gangster was there. <laughs> this guy's beat everyone. So, I don't know why they're really upset that Hulk Hogan's beat someone down when he's the greatest wrestler of all time. Tri- Triple H, beat Triple H. Beat Randy Orton, prime Randy Orton. Did. Shawn Michaels. Damn. Yeah, probably whipped Shawn Michaels. I can't wait to do that. Yeah. Sort of <laughs> I can. It's going to be terrible. But yeah, he had a great time. I, Talk about I think Hulk Hogan's um, always got his own back and over his face, so he's obviously the greatest wrestler of all time. Yeah, the warrior. Set him on fire. <laughs> Yeah, he did. <laughs> so, I don't like problems, Peter. He beat the Big Show in a monster truck battle. Yeah, he did. Chad's kill him. Didn't know you can't kill a Big Show. Can't kill anyone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so it, was, it was great. So, I don't know what you want from that. He survived a hug from the Yeti and the Giant. That's true, he did. So. I should find out in three weeks' time. Just to spoil all that. We're doing that in three weeks' time. Yeah, well, <laughs> you just ruined <laughs> some bad. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Right, should we go I, on to the main event then? Yeah, that was, that, so we said that was the best segment overall. It was great. Right, okay. The story was everything. Look, I was, did you see how sad and dis- betrayed that Hulk Hogan looked? He's like, I can't believe it. Bloody team. Bully Ray. Top match ref for that. And then Bully Ray ended up being the bloody leader of the entire thing. Yeah, he just took a bean for the lads. There's a man on the inside. Of course there is. D'Lo Brown was there. He yeah, Dealer Brown was there. Some Dealer Brown interrupts the wedding, I think. Of, um... Ken, Ken Anderson was there, wasn't he? Ken Anderson is the first one who gets um, inducted into him as not already one of them. Uh, yeah, I know a lot about Ace's Ace. Big stuff. Yeah, it was good. It was, I mean, it was getting millions of you. Two, two points from it. Only every, mm. The Raw would kill for that now. We're probably going to get that soon with Retribution. I love how like, every time Alvarez like kind of puts the ratings up for like NXT and AEW. <laughs> T-Bar from uh, Retribution. I was just puts T-Bar like one point five million is that we all got. I think it's great. <laughs> is that Dajakovic? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's really, he's really throwing himself into it. It's the old T-Bar. you got to do it, yeah. Do you know yeah. what? The only thing I don't like about Retribution, looking slapjack. I'm not right with all the other names. I thought they were going to do that thing. You know that one where um, Goldust became seven? 
Mm. He's like, I'm sick of this crap. <laughs> My real name is Justin Rhodes. I, I thought they were going to do that. They're going to look, we, we've got these stupid gimmicks now, what the hell? They're just going to be themselves, but it's not right out of the way. They might do tonight. Yeah, we'll find out. We'll, 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 we'll know, won't we? We will know, yeah. We'll move on to the main event, shall we? We've got, well, before that, is it TNA, unless Jeremy Borish is doing an interview with... Why, why <laughs> the is he doing... He's got an interview with Austin Aries. The and then he comes out to the ring. Champion. Yeah. Also, Austin yeah. Aries. Interesting fact about Austin Aries. He's got the same voice as CM Punk. <laughs> he's from Florida, though, not he? He's not from Chicago. He's got the same voice. Yeah. Listen to that again with your eyes closed. Do you think it's CM Punk? Right, there we go. I will. The TNA World Championship match. Jeff Hardy challenging Austin Aries. Um, crowd are right into this split. Aren't they? Very split on this. Well, I think it's this. Do we think as well? Jeff Hardy hasn't helped himself previously. I think I think it's what we was discussing earlier. Of half the crowd want a homegrown person for some unknown reason, and half the crowd just want to see the big star. There is no homegrown people here, is there? Austin, well, Austin Aries is. I more thought Austin Aries was more like Ring of Honor, isn't it? Yeah, he yeah, was. It's, but he's not ex WWE. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. I mean, was this before or after um, his Jeff had his match with Sting? It was the year after. That was at Victory Road 2011. Because I did wonder if that was playing. In well, this is all part. They kept saying Jeff had his redemption, didn't they? Yeah. Oh, okay. This is all part of. He'd only been. I think he'd been with TNA since 2010. Yeah, that one's not on YouTube. I've seen it though. Yeah, I've seen it. <laughs> Christ, that was awful. Um, I can't, has Bischoff done that on his podcast? I'm sure he's talked to it. Like an he's dead, something, isn't he? I think. Yeah. He goes out, doesn't he? He has to, he he has to, out, yeah. has to, to basically tell Sting what the plan is. Basically, he just cuts the match short, doesn't he? And tries to get all the heat. And then um, Jeff Hardy tries to kick out. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's so weird, isn't it? But he's doing better now. That's all that matters, isn't it? I mean, this match went 23 minutes. For me, it was too long. And I felt as though it was five minutes too long. I agree with Lou as well. I thought the ending was weak. The endings all night were just really weak. I just, I don't know what it was. It just, they seemed to reach a crescendo and then go two, two minutes, two or three minutes too long in like every match. What was the ending? So, but Austin Aries was in control. And then Hardy just yes, weird. Yes, I know exactly. Ropes. Yeah, yeah. Then out of nowhere, it's a twist of fate, and the Swanson Bomb wins. Yeah, it was. It was very weak. Yeah. Apart from that, I thought this match was all right. A bit long, but it wasn't. Big Dave gave it four. See, I think he's already decided he's going to give it four stars. Yeah, I think that's too high. I'd, I'd give it three and a half. Yeah, because well, you get the I last one, three. one and three quarters, and that fucking Hulk Hogan like being up a whole bike again. <laughs> so this one. <laughs> How are they ever going to? So he's like. On a fair scale, I presume that's five stars. I can see this could be far based on a fair scale. But yeah. No, I, I enjoyed this match for what it was. It just didn't, didn't feel like a big match, but it might have done at the time, if you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. That's the issue with this. We don't know what's going on. We don't know the context of it. <laughs> and I believe... Well, you, you seem to know everything about SNA. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm a fan of this, isn't it? Sorry. <laughs> I've looked more than one video on them. <laughs> If anyone wants to know about Aces and Eights, um, fan of the show, Brian Zane has a great a great video about him. Oh, there we go. Brian Zane. Is he a friend of the show? <laughs> Probably. Does he have any We follow him on Twitter, don't we? Yeah, it's a friend okay. of the show. No, no, He'll probably invite us to the next internet darling somewhere else ago. I presume so, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Comrade's already been on the phone about Starcade. So. 
He could have had us before we became... Yeah, we, we tweeted him, didn't we? Yeah. He could have got us before we were famous, but he, 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 picked, uh, he picked Colaholic instead. Wrong decision. He, he lies awake at night regretting that decision. I do. Probably. He could have done Tales of the Indies with Travis T. Yeah. All those stories. Yep. <laughs> that one match you had. <laughs> we're going to do that. That's a special. That's a, That's a special. Patreon special at some point. Say Peter's birthday, we'll do it then. Say Peter's greatest ever matches. <laughs> well, we'll do a special. Yeah, we'll do, we're doing that week. We're doing, it's coming up soon, isn't it? Yeah, two weeks. We're doing, we're doing two weeks. We're doing a special bonus episode of Peter's wrestling career. <laughs> Start to finish. How you got into it and then the early end. Love yeah, I'll do. Yeah. And then your videos so we can watch them out. No. <laughs> That's a shame, isn't it? Well, where do we, we get to December when we do my wrestling career? That's the big one. Did we do your wrestling career in like episode two? Yeah, yeah we, we, we covered it briefly, didn't we? We did it a lot on episode one that never got released. <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually, I can't talk about most of it now, can I? No. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, when that gets released one day, it's like a bonus thing if you hit a tier on Patreon or something. Yeah. Nice. Um, but yeah, Jeff Hardy versus Austin Aries. Jeff Hardy is the new TNA champion. Yeah, do, we, do we think it was a good end to the show? Nah. The fans loved it. The fans were loving it. I thought the fans were really into it. It's just cool. They, they were really into it, but they could decide who they were supporting, but they were into it, aren't they? Which I guess is what matters. How bad as well did it look when Jeff Hardy banged his head on that weird sort of ramp into the ring thing? Yeah. Mike Sinead was shocked. I tell you, shocked at what he just saw. Yeah, my like, well, wasn't very good in this, was he? Uh, I think by this point... Well, the thing this match. Uh, this match, he needs to go to bed at this point, doesn't he? Yeah, it was old. I, I think my is very good, to be honest. I thought he was alright in this. He carried by Taz. Yeah, massively. Yeah, As you, always. You, you needed Don West, didn't he, really, to be good. <laughs> so, who was the other guy? Ed Ferrara. <laughs> oh, no, he did not need... Was Don West on the... Yeah, Don West was on the first show, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. They definitely didn't need him. Who's, who's he got now? Josh Matthews, aren't they? And yeah, Josh Matthews is doing Did it. Did Josh now. Matthews not do a heel run as well? Yeah, it was terrible. Is it Don Callis? Has it got Don Callis? It might be Don Callis, actually, yeah. I think it is. Yeah, because I was thinking he's Cyrus, isn't he, from UC Dub. The Jackal, isn't he? Yeah, all sorts. And he... and he was doing the um, he was doing the English version of New Japan, wasn't he? Yeah, he's no Wade Barrett, though, is he? Good. He's that's the best commentator in the biz now. Yeah, that is a good move. Yeah, that's true. It's going to be great. It's good. I've not finished Takeover, actually, but... He wants a programme on McIntyre, doesn't he? Which yeah. I'll be all for. Uh, no, no, just keep on commenting now. He's, he's past his... He's at his moment. Is he, is he past his best? Yeah. Ah, Unless they do, do a TV tape in Manchester, something like fair enough have the match, but they can't do a full programme now. Why not? He's not even that old, like, is he? No, but he's just a commentator now, isn't he? He's bad news, Barry. Oh, no, he's like, like, he left... Five years ago, he's done. He was GM on Wells Fargo for a bit, and now he wants a title match. No, yeah. <laughs> no, do it as a, do it as a one-off. It was GM like, a defender as well. If, if we get back in and they do like a raw tape in Manchester, then have and that match and have him win. No, have a false finish though. Have him win. Fal- oh, actually, I do it in Scotland, and he's like a massive English heel. Did you hear about the potential? I know we're going off track again, but we've really finished we've up with the table. We've done, we've done that all, all show, us, to be honest. Um, did you hear about the potential WWE pay that was going to happen in England, where it was going to be Tyson yeah. Fury against Joe McIntyre? Mm-hmm. And how glad we're building to it. They still sort of are building to it, are they? 
How glad are we all that that didn't happen? What? We would have, we would have been there. It'd have been awesome. Oh, well, I don't want to see Tyson Fury in the mid event. I do. <laughs> not. Don't, don't want to see it. It'd have been awesome. Pay per view in England. We'd have, we'd have gone down. Had a great time. Yeah, we would have gone. That is true. Yeah, we would have been there. It'd have been great. Wembley Stadium. <laughs> It'd be awesome. Oh, no, no one needs to see that. I love it. So that was no, the biggest match in Japan, isn't it? What in the UK? Yeah. Potentially. Unless they do McIntyre versus Ray, but not going to be here. I think. So it would, it would be good. Yeah, it seems like well, a fresh way around now. The other way around. Yeah. Even now though they faced each other at WrestleMania last year, it still feels like a fresh matchup somehow. They're going to do it anyway. They can be surprised. We'll do them. The Drew McIntyre against the Tribal Chief. Oh, the Tribal Chief. Love to see it. Is that, is that the gimmick we all thought Roman Reigns needed? <laughs> no, but it's the one that works, isn't it? Yeah. And versus The Rock in LA. Well, it's going to be in Tampa, isn't it? But yeah. Oh, that'd be good. Exciting stuff. Exciting stuff. Yeah. So, what do we think of TNA then? Disappointing lack of Shark Boy? Yeah, Shark Boy, Curry Man. Curry Man <laughs> was Christopher Daniels, wasn't it? Yeah, no. Who was like. Who do you have a classics? <laughs> Jeff Jarrett. Why is Jeff Jarrett? Johnson's. Johnson's. Who's that fucking guy who's dressed as Scott Steiner? Pete Williams. Oh, uh, was he? He was the, ma- the magic guy in WWE. Oh, well. What was his name? Fan- um, Fantasia or something, wasn't he? Fantasma. Fantasma, yeah. No, no Fantasma. No, no Eric Young either, was he? No, no Eric Young. Fantasia? Is it Fantasia? It might have been. Was it Fantasma? Even though he's also now Luchador. Fantasma. El Fantasma, Magic. The magic guy who now looks like Scott Steiner. He Ma- on there. Magic wrestler. Did you know yeah. that come on? Magician wrestler, well, yeah. Norman Smiley. <laughs> I don't know he's not. Is he in TNA? I thought he was. No, but in um, CMLL, he was known as Black Magic. Ah. There you go. Aaron Franklin's favourite wrestler. Magic gimmick wrestler. What was his name? It might have been Fantasia, actually. That name rings a bell, Fantasia. Well, Fantasia. Fantasia is the Disney film, isn't it? I don't know. Yeah, Yeah, Fantasia. I found him. Fantasia. Harry Del Rios. Oh, was he? Yeah, he was Del Rios, funny. But he looked like Scott Steiner in that first one. Yeah. Who is in? Who would have a TNA classics? <laughs> oh my God. Look, um, if you read it, this is his TNA um, in 2002 thing on Wikipedia. Harry Del Rios competed in NWA TNA's first ever broadcast on June 19, 2002. He races as Del Rios in brackets. Essentially, a ripoff of Scott Steiner and his big Papa Pump character. <laughs> <laughs> That's on Wikipedia. Yeah. <laughs> no, Gail so, Kim. So you can't trust it. Yeah, considering the women's rest division was that strong, the, the women's actually chose to put on on the biggest show of the year was was not good. Also, it just didn't feel like the biggest show of the year, except no. for the en- the entrance round looked great. The fact that they were just kind of, it looked like they were like in the crowd when they got the right shot, that looked really good. Yeah, it was, Johnny, you only really knew it was the biggest show of the year because they told you at the start of the show yeah, it was the biggest show. But they kept going on about it, didn't they? But also, it was like really obvious that they were, they were like massively tilting the camera to one side. To avoid the uh, the empty stands, because yeah. it's one of the shows, one of where they shoved everyone in the same place. Yeah, 
I know we saw Joseph Parts, but it's not the same as seeing a bit either, is it? No, it's true. That's yeah, true. Yeah. So, yeah. Two Peters then. Um, if you were to give this a score at 10, why was it 6.5? I'll give it a 7. A 7. <laughs> Are you doing it on purpose now? No, no. I, I, <laughs> I actually, the, the, the main event, the tag match, and the street fight, I actually really enjoyed along with Magnus and Samoja. He has, it... he has got a full-on Topia's algorithm, you know. He puts all these, these styrians into a computer and Does he comes up with a perfect score. Yeah. Yeah, Never the perfect 10, though. No. No, because it's fucking oh, no. shit. Because I'm not Ty Dillinger. Did you not give Takeover Dallas? Yeah, yeah, they gave like a 9.5, 9.8, I think. I can't remember why. Because Justin Aries Brown Cobb match is boring. Yes, yes, it was. There you go. Okay, so we need to do Takeover New Orleans soon, don't we? Yeah, but no, no, Lars Sullivan, else the Black's boring. Uh, it's got no, Lars Sullivan last... in it. So. No, well, no, Lars Sullivan was in the ladder match. Who was else the Black against him? Andrade. Was, that, was it Lars Sullivan, else the Black, and the one after? That must have been the one after then. Must have been, yeah. Yeah, it was. Oh, yeah, maybe we'll put that one in. That might get the 10. That's worth it just for Velveteen Dream trying to kill himself with that ladder. People trying to please don't die. It's worth it for EC3, baby. <laughs> One day, though, one day. Uh, um, Peters, I'm going to agree with you and give it a seven. Um, it was good, but I don't think I'd ever watch it again. No, I'm glad I've watched it now because it's been on my um, recently watched on. I'll continue watching on YouTube for ages. So I'm glad that I finally finished it. There you go. T- I thought TNA was a lot better than I ever give it credit for. Yeah, it was good. A lot of the comments on the video as well were like. I kind of just wish TNA was this good now. Like, yeah. Well, apparently TNA is really good now. It's good to say it's supposed to be making a comeback, isn't it? Yeah. It's good for, I haven't watched it for a while, but... Good for people like us, the more uh, things, yeah. The more, the more wrestling. But yeah, yeah it, just, it felt like we were watching a smaller show. That was my main takeaway. What would you give considering, it? Considering we mainly do like WWE and ECW, not ECW, WCW. Yeah. This just felt like a smaller, smaller show. Well, it was, but yeah. Yeah, I'd give I, it a five or six. I was just it was just a, it was a show. Yeah, five or six. Yeah, I, I've got no issue with making it feel like a small show. I, my issue is when it's clearly a small show and they're trying to make it feel bigger. So Peter obviously doesn't agree. So he's bashing yeah. stuff about. Stupid man. Yeah, it's stupid Hello. fancy mic that he keeps punching about. Nah, scratching me. I don't want to call it. Carry on. Don't scratch too loud, Peter. You you thin up top there, aren't you? <laughs> Every time. Every time. <laughs> nearly got nearly got to the end of the show. Yeah. Think oh, I about it making a dickish comment like that and there he is well that was TNA uh, Man for Glory 2012 next week we're going back 8 years in time return to WWE Table Tuesday 8 years oh, 8 years from then from the yeah. last one yeah. uh, in 2012 yeah, I, was, I, was saying, I was like oh, what are we doing next week <laughs> yeah uh, right, is okay. your maths broken yeah 16 years then, right? Yeah, there we go. I'll do. Fucking idiots. Um, Double Tuesday, 2004. From the one that I thought 2004 was eight years ago. It is from 2012. It was clear, was he? Well, I clearly said Bound for Glory 2012. Then we went back eight years to 2004. I don't think we've done it before. No. I do that all the time. It's not a proper Tory move. It's a Tory move. Let clear, will you? He goes to garden parties, you know what I mean? <laughs> Sorry, work here, work clear. There are only be six people there. Yeah, there will be now. Right, so um, you two finished? Yep. Yeah. Table Tuesday? Table Tuesday, looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm looking I, forward to 
I always find it interesting this this concept. I've never watched Taboo Tuesday because this was the period I wasn't in it. But a pay per view on a Tuesday, that's mad. I bet it feels different, even though it's just it doesn't matter what day I watch it on. I bet it just feels different it's on Tuesday, you know. They just hit yeah. different, don't they? It soon went back to a Sunday. Cyber, Cyber Sunday was when I started watching it, yeah. But this is in my, my dark period of not watching. But basically of WWE not being available to me. So what we're gonna do before the match is we're gonna vote and then we'll release the votes before we've watched it. Because I don't yeah. want us to I don't want us to be swayed by watching the match so much as shit and thinking actually that would have been better yeah. if it was. I'll put it, I'll put them on. I'll put one one match one match on each day up until we record. Yeah, but else get well, involved as well. I'll how I'll, I'll use your one, be, one, use your words. One match <laughs> has got about ten different answers. I'll just pick the, I'll just put the top four on for the match. Oh, right, okay, fair dude. Yeah. Oh, do uh, what the cool kids do, and then the fourth one put other comment below thought about this i could because i think it's the engagement hashtag engagement stats right up on it yeah. yeah i mean social yeah. media smash please please retweet <laughs> yeah um and then a week after that we're gonna do our first ever women's all women's pay-per-view um we are you know we slag a lot of women's wrestling off in here we don't slag the women's wrestling off we slag our women's wrestling is presented we've never slagged women's wrestling off no but we slag how it's presented off that's true which is why i for one i'm glad we're doing Evolution 2018. Whoop, whoop. The only Evolution. Surprisingly, mm. the one last year. Thought yeah, I thought they were going to, but then, but then they didn't. Um, but then... <laughs> and join us next week for... <laughs> that, was some, that was some insight there for you guys. To be yeah. fair, the year after, though, um, it, Evolution's obviously worked because the biggest star in wrestling was Becky Lynch. Well, that was it. The, the headline. I think the point was, I'm sure Stephanie said in an interview, women headline WrestleMania the year after, so they didn't need to. Yeah. And and they wrestled at um Saudi's Arabia as well, aren't they? And that was yep. the whole point, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Next Evolution Sound they say. I'm I can't I watched it. I can't really remember. I'm looking forward just, to it. It's the most yeah, recent one we've done as well. So it's yeah. always nice to just check out the recent ones again. Yeah. Yeah. Looking forward there to it. There was a lot of a lot of disappointment on it because they just they had so long to build and they just didn't build to a good card. But I'd say there is one match on there that's possibly my favourite of all time. I know exactly what it is when I've just looked at the card. Yeah, it's bloody Nikki Bella and Ronda Rousey. I just couldn't believe it. It was just, it was just so like five stars. No, it was another annoying Meltzer. Oh, I'm going to give it four and a half stars because I'm cool. I can't even remember what it is, but don't tell me. I'll, I'll be. You'll know when you see the card. As soon as you see the card, it'll be obvious which one it is. But yeah. it is a genuinely brilliant match of that type as well, because that type of match is notoriously hard to do, as I always say on here. Is it the last woman standing match? But he is. He nailed it, didn't he? I can't remember who was in it though, but I remember. Ah. It. I remember it being the first ever last woman standing match. It's, it's, it's Becky and Charlotte. Becky. It's like the end of their main feud. Ah, oh, there we go. It's great. This was before she became the man. It was roughly about that time because the Survivor Series yeah. was right after this, on it. Right. Yeah. That was um. That was the only good thing Nia Jax ever done, it? Break, break lunch is nice. <laughs> That's the best thing she ever done, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> best bit after that was where Becky Lynch obviously went off and then came back. Just be the crap out of her. Keep an ear yeah. out of your mouth. <laughs> didn't even have a, what the hell is that? Yeah, didn't even have a match, did they? Like, you're not worth a match. Just, yeah, I'm just going to slap you and that's it. Just yeah. beat the crap out of her and keep your ear out of your mouth. Yeah. Lovely stuff. Right then, um, Tay Peters, you've already had a size today. Where can we find you not streaming? RL92 on Instagram, <laughs> Bell Nation on Twitter, 
Tezfish Pod on Twitter, <laughs> Bell Nation on YouTube, and twitch.tv forward slash Bell Nation. Do you say Bell Nation on Twitter as well? Yes. Yeah, there you go. Search for Bell Nation and yeah, go on Twitch. He says he does it every Friday night. I does not do it any Friday nights. Watch him get sacked and then watch him for no reason whatsoever ban people from the chat. True. That's what he loves to do. It's his favorite favorite pastime. Luke, where can we where can we find you? Um, when you're um, not, not banned from the, Peter's chat. In the replies on at Dave Meltzer WN. <laughs> but also, <laughs> it is some sort of controversy. It is some sort of controversy, and there's a massive thread. Lou's probably at the start of it by going, "Yeah, it was not very good, is it?" <laughs> <laughs> he loves it, Dave, doesn't he? Oh, I just gives it to me all the time. Like, uh, we have a good time in there. I, I, I genuinely think he listens. <laughs> I don't know if he does. He's not popped up for a while. We did have a listen to San Diego for a while, which I think is where he's from. Yeah, we go. The, the, um, yeah, he's not listening for a while. Even though he's doing, he's doing it for a VPN, so he don't want us to know. Yeah, he did it because we called him out on it. <laughs> he he's, it. Ruined his, he's ruined his VPN through Ashman. Yeah, there we go. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at DRost. Um, Great you can content. Find us there. all. <laughs> <laughs> I did tweet the other day, so... It's like three weeks ago now. <laughs> it was the other day compared to my last tweet, which was about five weeks ago. It's true. Um, you can find us all on Twitter at WrestleRound, W-R-E-S-Around. The poll's on there, as we've said. Uh, Instagram, at WrestleRound, W-R-E-S-Around. Um, Wrestling Around podcast on Facebook, Wrestling Around on YouTube. We're not on Audible. So yeah. I think we um we might be now. I don't. I don't we know. are on Audible. Just check Possibly. there. Everybody. Check Audible. Have a go. Yeah. Check Audible. We'll probably be. On Amazon that. Music is launching soon, and we're gonna be we're gonna be a launch title podcast. Yes. So, <laughs> Along with about hundred thousand members. Well, how are you gonna be a launch title but podcast? Still, we're gonna be there. Are we? We're gonna be there for the launch of Amazon Music, which is gonna be exciting. Uh, join us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all that. Give us the reviews and that. If you've got a show you wanna want to tell us about that's not part of the Albert Hall or if you just want to um, say there's two dogs two unknown unspecified dogs the dogs um, someone should tweet him back go on, everyone ask him go on that comment ask him who the two dogs are and yeah. ask him No, he, he hadn't answered any of the, the questions that have been posed to him uh, of what he thought his podcast was um, but you can send us an email at wrestlingaroundoutlook.com for all business and crowd. If you're a young and up-and-coming seltzer company, then by all means, get Yeah, contact. unless you're barefoot. Your wine is good, your seltzer is not. Scathing barefoot. review. Yeah. Where's the pine? And, and apparently, apparently, I got passion fruit in here. I can taste a little passion fruit. <laughs> Outrageous. And on that note, it's time for us to say goodbye. So thank you very much, Ted Peters. Thank you, Lou. Goodbye. Farewell. Thank you everyone for listening and join us next week for Tableau Tuesday 2004. Cheers, you dogs. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.
Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.